my shorts. I'd turn my volume down. Hello, everybody. Good start. It was a good start. <laughs> Welcome to the Dave Lee Down Under Podcast, episode 45. Now, hang on a sec. Before what? you go any further, let me just what? check something. What? Episode 45. Yeah. Oh, no. Now, what's the bingo call for no, this one? No, do don't make this a habit, please. Why not? Bingo call is... Uh. Oh, that's not right. Halfway there. Halfway to what? 90. Must be 90. Why, is there only 90 numbers in bingo? Is that the oh, deal? Well, it depends on whether you're talking British bingo or Well, what's American this one bingo? say? Because this you're one. talking this one. Whatever this one is, probably goes yep, to 90. 90, 90 oh, numbers. You Halfway there until we get axed. <laughs> oh, another 45 shows. Oh, you get sick of fucking doing it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, we didn't do the clink. Oh, shit. Hang on, let me turn your microphone up. Oh, there's a nice one today. Very nice one. Maybe we should just keep that and put that one over yeah, the Yeah, just put it in every week. <laughs> I'll put it on the board. <laughs> hey, we're back at the podcast. You can join me every... British bingo, that is. British, well, there you yeah. go. You can join us every single Monday. The podcast goes out on all the major podcasting platforms. That includes Apple, um, Spotify, Google, Amazon Music, and Audible. The visual element goes out on YouTube as well the same day on the Monday. But if you... Would like your two-day early access? You can become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash Dave Lee Down Under for as little as one dollar a month. You can sign up for all that good stuff. Um, <clears throat> pardon me. Uh, we've migrated video podcast to the second channel, so I'd appreciate your follow, your uh, watch hours, all that shit. Got to get all the statistics all back up. up. Got to get them up. We're just over halfway there, which is lovely. Uh, yeah, it's forty-five. Episode 45, oh halfway God. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can, um, of course, find me on YouTube at Dave Lee Down Under. That's the main channel. Over on Twitter and Instagram, Letterboxd. You haven't started your Letterboxd yet? I've downloaded it. Oh, you downloaded it. That's yeah, a start. I've got, I've got it on the phone. Well, you got to start. you got to start an account now. Um, of course, there is links uh, to all of this shit down the bottom of every podcast and once we get old mate Rick on Letterboxd we'll put a link for that down there as well oh yeah you got the app and you just gotta make an account I've probably made it I've probably did maybe well, there you go oh no maybe no not. not yet um, anyway if you're listening on the podcast platforms please oh yeah if you wanna write in the show DaveLeePod at gmail.com write anything in if you're listening on podcast platforms please leave a review and a rating only good ones don't like bad ones only the good ones because the good ones help Bad ones don't help. No, because it make me go hit the bottle, have a drink. You've used that one before. Okay, so what else? <laughs> make me do? Sit in the corner and curl up and ball my eyes out. Yeah, that'll do. So no it. bad reviews, please. <laughs> no, because Dave's got to deal with it. Yeah, I know. <sighs> Disaster. <laughs> um, that was a really messy start this morning. Was it, though? Wasn't it? It was good, though. Yeah, it was <laughs> Halfway there, halfway to the end of the show, I'm giving up. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, we're still in lockdown. Lockdown six continues. 
Now, this one, this should be called 6.1 now because they're calling it, you know, yeah, 6.0. Yeah. So every time they extend it, it should be a point. Yeah. So what's this, the first extension or second extension? First extension. So it's 6.1. Yeah, so it's the new upgrade. So when, to they, the, uh, when they update it next week, it'll be 6.2. <laughs> they give us a new patch for yeah. uh, the lockdown patch, <laughs> patch point two, new upgrade. They've lessened the… Is know, it really an upgrade though? Well, maybe. You know, they, sometimes they upgrade a, an app or they upgrade That's exactly a, what I'm saying. It's just shit. No, yeah, yeah. So it may not be an upgrade. Well, who knows? <laughs> yeah, they could give us less features, less. Mm. Uh, what do you call it? Less, more restrictions. Yes. Less flexibility with the uh, with the lockdown. <sighs> oh well, we're gonna do Anyways, it. It's getting on. Let's hey, but, but this one really is going really slow though, because I keep saying like oh, I haven't been out of the house for three weeks. And you're like, no, we were at the movies last week. We went to see yeah, Suicide right. Squad last week. I keep going like, fucking hell. That yeah. was like last week. Like last Wednesday or something we saw that or Tuesday or whatever it was. It feels like ages ago. It just feels so slow. And like I, I was talking about um, Free Guy, the new movie on Twitter today. I was like, oh, we haven't had like a, uh, a great action comedy classic for a while. Which is you know, like an, a great action comedy movie for a while. Someone was like, we got one last week. I was like, what are you talking about? What, what was last week? He's like, Suicide Squad. I was like, fucking hell. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah, too. <exactly> right. <laughs> a week yeah. ago. Uh, yeah. So that's slow. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, has, this is dra- really dragging this yeah, one. Yeah, disaster. And our poor friends up in New South. Oh, man, it's poor exploded it's, uh, up there, it's, man. It's going nuts up there now. Or oh. well, not compared to other places in the world. But, no. But, Comparatively you know, here. What they have today? 380 yeah, three, or something? 390 390, yeah. 389 Which or something. Which is the highest... Single day they've had a couple of deaths as well, unfortunately. Yeah, Uh, yeah, disaster time, disaster. They just haven't learned, you know. They've got a we've learned in Melbourne, yeah. Once we go into lockdown, we go into lockdown because we don't want to be there too long. But up there, they're still getting out and about and all that sort of shit. But their lockdown's not a real well, it's a lockdown, but it's not as hard as we do it. Yeah, I know that's the problem. Oh, well. But what we've um, the good thing here in Victoria is we've opened up vaccines to everyone now. Essentially, Woo, eighteen too. plus. Uh, the only problem now is that it's the uh, the AstraZeneca one, which is one they've had a little bit of issues with. A one in a million issues. It's only, only an issue if you get sick with it. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be that one in a million. No, that's right. This is the one that they've been saying, oh, only, you know, 50 plus should get it. And then the next week they're like, oh, actually, no, if you're, le- if you're under two 60. Two days after I got it. If you're it. under 60, you should not be getting this. And then two days later, it's absolutely no one should be getting this. And then now it's, hey, everyone can get this one if you like. 18 plus, yep. just fucking do it. But people are doing it. People are all, all going out getting their vaccines. The um, best vaccine to have is the one that's available now. Well, yeah, exactly right. We're not doctors. We can't dish out the no. medical advice to tell you what to do. That's what they say. That's what. Uh, the, but there you go. That's what our health. What do you call them? Health minister says. Yeah. The best vaccine to get is the one that's available now. Yeah, but they're just they trying to get us. Oh, va- they're trying to get us vaxxed up straight away so they get those chips in us, those microchips in us. And, <laughs> oh yeah, and, and they, they can, can track they us. They can start and... tracking us straight away. Yeah, uh, it's not, no. like, not like we all carry phones around <laughs> that they can track us on. <laughs> that sort of shit. Yeah. Well, I'm booked. I've got my va- my first vax in a month. So we'll see how we go. I got my second but, one in about uh, uh, what, two, two and a half weeks. There you go. Woo. Oof. Then I'm fully done. Ah, beautiful. Thank Christ for that. Lovely. The sooner we do it, do it, the sooner we can all travel yeah, and no. all that sort of shit. Get but they're, talk- they're talking about, saw the other day, they were talking about by Christmas. 
uh, hoping we can all travel a bit, bit more and stuff like that. It's lovely. Free up, allowing us to go international and shit. Oh, that'd be nice. Well, for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, right, I can get over the UK, man. Finally get to cool. see Alicia after yeah, two years. I know. What a long time. Jeez. Yeah. It's um, flown, though. I know. Sergio gets vaxxed and get it all done now. Um, mm. Hey, I was on tally this week again. Yeah, I know, I saw that. <laughs> We've been talking about it. Well, I? yeah, you're sort of on. <laughs> I'm sort of on, yeah. Um, I, I've done um, the uh, the 100 with Andy Lee. Yep. No relation. No, no at all. <laughs> um, as far as we Isn't he happy about that? Well, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's this new show. I talked about it last week. I wasn't allowed to give specifics, but the first episode is going to air now, so I can talk about it. It's just this new, I get, what would you even call it? Just well, it's like a game a, show. It's a game show focused sort around of. statistics. Yeah. The players are like celebrity. Well, would the you players are, well, they're, they're tell, celebrities. Like um, comedians well, and yeah. stuff and, well, and local uh, like media. Media, me, media, what would you call it? What's the word I'm looking for? Personalities. Media personalities. There you yeah. go. Um, and then they have like a hundred members of the public join in on a big screen. It's like this essentially like a massive Zoom it's call, a huge Zoom call with a hundred people in it, and um, they sort of they poll us on the questions that they're going to ask in the episode, right? As we go along, and like the people on the panel, the players have to try and guess what percentage of Australia, for example. Yeah, yeah. Peas in the pool or something was yeah. one of the questions. <laughs> exactly. Have do, to you, guess. do you pee in the pool? Yeah. Um, and then that it's all a, based on that. It was a big percentage, too. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. Why not? If you're swimming around, you need to pee, let it rip. Oh, no. Not so much so. in the pool. Maybe if I was out in the sea. Yeah, in the ocean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 sewage goes out there anyway. So. <laughs> not in the pool. No, it's a bit. No. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be on this week's ep as well. I'm on the ad. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Was, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I'm just there, like a little box on the screen, barely seeing just me. Just above Andy's head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they did like a um, – they did a package for a current affair yeah. as well. So like a um, – what would you call Stinger it? or a – No, sort of like a, a – Well, thing. how would you explain a current affair to people overseas? Well, it's a, it's a, show, a show about current affairs. <laughs> yeah, but like it's not news. news. It's almost like a news but like local news, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, so they did like a little package. It's like a, it's like a sixty minutes, yeah, 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 type not, thing. Just uh, a, a cut down version, yeah, yeah. sixty minutes type of thing. Yeah, um, but it's local anyway. Yeah. So they did like a little package for that, where Andy was just like talking to whoever, and then they, we were just in the background, just sitting there like this. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> funny stuff. Oh, that's hilarious. Anyway, so I'm on tally if you want to check it out, but don't expect much. I'm just there in a little box. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's funny. Quite funny. I signed up. I thought, why not? Give it a go. I like Andy Lee. I've always liked Hamish and Andy. For those overseas, probably won't really know them. Uh, the no. great comedic duo here in Australia. Yeah. Had some terrific shows and TV, radio. TV and, and radio. And podcasts, all that stuff over the last, jeez. Uh, it's been a while. 15 years, probably. 20 be. years, close to 20 years. It would have to be, you would think. Close to it. was it. in high school, man. So there you go. Yeah, so I'm in um, the, the TV again. Talking about telly. We've had Paramount Plus launch in Australia as well. It took a while. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe six months well, or so. How long was it over, over in America? Not long. Paramount Plus, maybe six months or so. 
Um, yeah, it was really, we didn't see any advertising for it at all. Just kind of was like, no, hey, Paramount pop- Plus is here now. Just popped up. But apparently they advertised the shit out of it on Channel 10 because Channel 10, our local network here, is owned by Viacom, who owns Paramount. Oh, so really? I imagine Channel 9 and 7 were like, no, we're not advertising that. Oh, didn't didn't know that. I'm sure I've told you that. What? Hamish in 2003. So I said nearly yeah, two, 20, 20 years. years. Anyway, uh, Paramount Plus. Yeah, so we've got it now. haven't checked it out because there's really nothing on it that I'm interested in. That we don't have copies of on Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah, and there's not really much in the way of exclusive stuff on there as far as I'm aware. Other than oh, that Rugrats yeah. show, which I've seen a few episodes of anyway, it wasn't great. Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, because Channel 10 is owned by C- by Viacom, mm-hmm. the, they did ha- they had a, like a paid subscription app called Channel or 10 All Access. Was no, it paid? Was it? Yes, it was oh, paid it was so because paid. overseas they had CBS All Access, which was owned by Viacom. Yep. So then we had 10 All Access mm-hmm. overseas, CBS All Access spun into Paramount Plus, and here they've spun 10 All Access into Paramount Plus. Okay. So if you go to 10allaccess.com.au, it takes you Paramount Plus. Right. Go. Gotcha. Yes. So that's here, and I have Just very another, another way to get more money out of us. Yeah, I have very little interest in it. We'll check it out. There's a seven-day free trial. Sign up, have a look what's on there, and then fuck <laughs> exactly. off probably. <laughs> yeah, more than likely. <laughs> it's about due to get more stand ones, aren't we? Free. Six. Yeah, probably. What <laughs> <laughs> you call them? Free trials? Free trials on stand, yeah. There's some stuff on there we've got to watch. Use them up. I still haven't, we still haven't watched the uh, Fresh Prince um, reunion, which was no, like we six haven't. months ago. Yeah, we have not suss that out. Yeah. Um, what it's ha- slow to catch up on a lot of that shit, don't we? Yeah. Got so much other shit we're I know. watching and doing. And let, hey, that's a good segue into what we've been watching this week. Hey, Ooh. do I have a sound effect for that? What we've been watching, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a good uh, sound just effect. Just for Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I don't think he minds the little jingles. It's just uh, when okay. we overuse the sound effects. Right. I don't know, maybe this is annoying him. He'll tell me. Of course he will. Wacko Jacko, by the way, not Jackson. It's Wacko Jacko. Oh, the world's worst manager. <laughs> yep, self-appointed. Yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really watch a lot of catalog titles this week. I watched like two, just these old Hammer horror films. I'm, I've realised I'm not really a fan of the Hammer horror stuff. Mm. This is like um, those British, British horror films from like the fifties oh, yeah, yeah. through to like maybe the eighties. Yeah. You think of like Christopher Lee, Dracula. Mm-hmm. They had like all those. Older British actors. I like what I've seen of like the Christopher Lee Dracula films and stuff, but I think the ones I've been watching at the moment, Imprint, Viavision's Imprint label just put out a box set of Hammer Horror. It's kind of the later stuff. Oh right. And now, as far as I'm aware, they they were their their movies like the late forties, fifties were really good. People loved them, and then people just started getting really bored because they just kept making the same, the same film same over shit. and over again. Because what they realised was like, oh, shit, we did a Dracula movie and it was really good, so let's just fucking make 20 of them. Or, oh, shit, we just did a mummy <laughs> film that was like a, enormous and they did like 20 of them. And they just kept like ripping off all the Universal Monster movies. They were apparently very successful. And then once they started dwindling out, they um, started like turning them all into like exploitation pictures. <laughs> so like heaps of nudity and the violence got like ramped up crazy <laughs> just to like get the audience back in. Um, and around that time, sort of um, the censorship regulations were sort of lo- were loosening a little oh, bit right. in, in Britain, so they were allowed to get away with a lot more. 
than they would have maybe the previous decades. So they're pretty full on. I don't think I'm a huge fan though. The ones that I, the ones that were in the new imprint collection, like if you're a fan of that kind of stuff, um, I think you'll love it. But it's it starts to veer towards that like slasher gore horror stuff that I'm not a huge fan yeah, of. Nah. Whereas I really like the like early Universal classic horror stuff, which is more gothic and less violence. It's just like good stories and stuff. So I don't think I'm huge on the Hammer stuff. I've watched three of the movies this week. I've got another one to go, um, and I will watch it. But, yeah, so much, I can't even remember what they were this week. One was called, like, Twins of Evil or some shit, these two <sighs> twins that were evil, and there's some vampire stuff and whatever. Sound like shit. They weren't great, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> weren't great, but, they're huge, but people love them. But, yeah, go out and grab the imprint box set if you like. <laughs> it's out there right now. It's a very, it's a very niche kind of thing, Hammer Horror. Mm. They did great TV, like, anthology series, though. It was more like, um, it was more, it was modern. It was set, like, in the modern day as opposed to, like, more gothic 16th, 17th, oh, 18th yeah. century. Yeah. It's, like, more modern. It was very good. I like the series. I got that box set from Imprint as well, actually. Oh, cool. Um, anyway, so yeah, watch a couple of them this week, and then I got stuck doing all this news stuff Wednesday, Thursday, Friday mornings. I don't watch anything because I'm doing working on the pod. So that's all I did this week. But we watched some uh, fairly newish stuff throughout the week. Uh, we watched, uh, we rewatched Luca, Pixar's Luca. That's good. Oh, I really good enjoyed movie. that. Yeah, I enjoyed watching it second yeah, time. Second time I enjoyed it more. Yeah, probably because we had a decent copy to watch. Oh, yeah, as opposed to a screener that's got my email address plastered across it. Smashed across the front. It's the only problem with the screeners. Yeah, I know. Anyway, so we checked out Luca and we finally saw it. uh, We checked out Luca. We finally saw it on 4K, which was lovely too because the studio sent it, well, Disney over in the States sent me the the discs and they sent me the 4K disc. And usually sometimes I'll just like skim through it. I'll watch like maybe half an hour of just like a little – bits and pieces when I do the review, but I just got stuck watching the whole movie. Yeah. I had so much stuff to do. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to sit here for 90 minutes yeah, and was, watch this. It was thing pretty here. good. Yeah, it's good. Really enjoyed it. Really good second time. I loved it. And I'm watching on 4K. It was even better. Yeah, it's nice. On your new tally. It's probably the only first one I've watched, is it? Yeah. Hmm. Very was, good. Lovely. Good. Lovely. Um, we, very good. We watched some newish but olderish stuff, if that makes sense. Out of our... <laughs> Out of our pile, pile, ever growing. Three or four hundred films we've tried to get <laughs> Yeah, we the first one we got to this weekend was one called Lost City. Of, well, part last weekend, the Lost City of Z. Z. Z we say in yeah. Australia or Z in America. Yeah, but what was it actually called in the movie? I think it was Z because it's British. Yeah, I think Dead it was. Air. I think it was. Yeah, Z. Lost City mm. of Z. Yeah, it was all right. Mm. Oh, okay. This was directed, what's the name of the director again? James Gray. Yep. Uh, he did Ad Astra. We were talking about him last week because he's doing some new movie. I can't remember what it was, but mm. some new movie that sounds good. And this kind of just popped out at us. We're like, oh, you were talking about that the day. May, may as well watch it. Yeah, that's right. Who was in it? Charlie Hunnam. Is that yep. his name? Charlie Hunnam. And um, Robert, Robert, oh, yeah. Robert Pattinson, Sienna Miller. Oh, yeah. Tom Holland. Yeah, good cast. It was a good cast. It was all right. I actually enjoyed it. It was like an adventure kind of movie, but like true life. Yeah, it was good, but it was a bit boring. I'm not huge into adventure films. Oh, mm. am I really? Uh, oh, yeah. fantasy adventure I'm not really yeah. into. But um, This is like true life. But I actually enjoyed that. 
really enjoyed it. Oh, was it good? But it was a bit, bit boring. Yeah, it was a bit, but I still enjoyed it. Mm. It was like a six for me, probably. Yeah, the IMDb rating's about right for me. Six, 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 six and a half. Yeah, uh, bordering on seven. Or maybe, maybe six. Six to six and a half for me. Anyway. That was enjoyable enough. Next one we watched wasn't much better. The Bling Ring. Do you remember this? Obviously not. You're typing away over there. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the one where there was another true, another true story oh, that's about true, that group yeah. of kids who um, yeah. Yeah. found a way to break into all these celebrities' houses, like break into Paris Hilton's Paris house. Hilton. And, and then it was actually her house, her house they filmed in too. Was it? Yeah. Oh, that surprises me actually. Yeah, it was no, so... She, she they she allowed them access to film. Oh, to film this is so there. over the top. I thought there's no way that's real. I thought it was just like, oh, there yeah. you go. No, it was actually because I, I watched one of the docos after it. Oh, right. And it, uh, oh, yeah, boring. They actually said that um, she allowed them access oh. to film it. There you go. It wasn't bad. I didn't mind it. It was okay. It wasn't another one that wasn't great. That's got a what, a 5.6. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say about a 6. Probably about right. It's Emma Watson... Um, uh, uh, Taser for what's her name? Taser Formiga, Tessa Formiga, Taser, Taser Formiga. Is that her sister? Yeah, Yeah. she's the youngest. Yeah, of there's like seven of them. Leslie Mann. Oh yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Cast. Uh, Movie was okay. Movie was okay. Oh, it's directed by Sofia Coppola. I was going to say that's That's why I was kind of most interested in it. Just does some good stuff. Did a pretty good job. Here's a dud that we watched this week. Only God forgives. Oh, what a piece of shit that was. <laughs> Ryan, uh, I said Ryan Reynolds. Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Gosling. Yeah. Gosdog. Oh. Uh, fucking hell, what was this? It's just a piece of <laughs> shit. <laughs> What's it? Her, the director, the name of the director. Um, uh, Nicholas Winding Reffin. Reffin, yeah, something like that. He did draw. He's um, his movies are really independent. I suppose what you'd say avant-garde, maybe uh, it's a little bit pretentious. <laughs> um, but Drive he did with Ryan uh, Gosling. It was huge, like a massive, yeah, I didn't hit, mind massive that. success, great movie, and it went like absolutely mainstream. Yeah, and the rumor is, or I think the truth is that Winding Refn. If we pronounce his name, isn't big on the mainstream sort of acclaim. He'd rather his movies stay in their own little pocket. Um, and he was not quite impressed with the way, I mean, this is the rumour, allegedly he was not quite impressed with the way that it took off in the way that it did. And then the pressures that that placed on him to top that movie right. with something else that was uh, more generally accessible in Hollywood or whatever. So the 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 leading theory is that he followed that up with this and he tried to make it as wild and sort of as... Shit as he yeah, could. <laughs> well, sort he succeeded. Of, to be like, well, I'm not going to try and overdo it. I'm just going to do my own thing mm. and make a film that's not as generally if that's accessible. If that's true, he's just a lazy filmmaker. Yeah. Because as a filmmaker, you want people to see your shit. Yeah. You know, so why would you be make, trying to make films that people are going to get out and watch and enjoy? I think it's more so about... He knows he's got an audience, but it's just that, like, I think some you'll find some of these, like, independent filmmakers just don't like that spotlight and don't like things that are more – because the, the, the rally against Hollywood 
and being like caught making studio pictures where the studio doesn't let you have your own artistic vision and where if you stay in your own pocket, you can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, even yeah. if it doesn't mean you're going to, even if it means you're not going to get that wide stream, wide mainstream success. I don't know. I think that's just sort of where some of these people come from. I was impressed. I'm not that I wasn't impressed. It just wasn't great. It was be- gorgeously shot. Oh, yes. Well shot. Beautifully. Big wide lenses. Beautifully made film, but. Stunning like um, neon light. Yeah. Violence was fucking off the chest. Just garbage. Yeah. It wasn't long either. It was only like 80 something minutes. It's one of the shortest films in the collection. And I'd seen that it had crappy. 90 minutes. Yeah. So I had shit ratings. But I was like, fuck, I just want to watch it. It's one I wanted to see for a while, just sussing out. It wasn't great. 5.7. He has. I think it's about a three. Uh, I wouldn't say three. I'd say five's probably about four. Better four. Five's fair because it looked nice. It was made well. It was just boring. That's why it got a four for me. Yeah. The rest of it was just shit. Um, what was I going to say? I don't know. I was going to say something. don't know. About it. It's not that important. You went like that. Yeah, I did. You like that. <laughs> Pointing at the screen. Yeah, <laughs> like that. Yeah. Ryan, Ryan Gosling uh, did a movie and it was not great. Oh, shit. I can't remember what I was going to say. Fucking hell, Doesn't whatever, move, move on. on. <laughs> it was garbage anyway. Uh, it was garbage. Uh, well, uh, one more we watched this week was called The Time Traveller's Wife. Yeah, I didn't mind that. Yeah, it was quite good. So I'd been wanting to watch that for ages. Had you? You thought you'd watched it, actually. Yeah, I couldn't remember whether you watched it, but I've got a feeling one of us had. And I don't know whether I did, and I thought... Mother mm-hmm. might have watched it. I thought mum had maybe watched it. But I think it was confused with one called The Fountain, which had Not Hugh sure. Jackman, I think, was in it, which is a similar thing where it's like a love story, like a time travelling. I don't know. They made so many of these like time travel romance movies of, like around this around time. time yeah. The Lake House, um, About Time, um, all this kind of shit. And it was quite good. Eric Banner, Rachel McAdams, yeah. yep. um, and he's like uh, this time traveller that can't control when he travels in time. He just has like this little, almost like a little conniption. A little glitch. And gl- then he disappears. Glitch. What do you call it? Glitch. Glitch. A little glitch in his. Yeah, and he doesn't know where, and he could either go back in time or forward in time. Yeah. It's during his lifetime. And didn't know what age he was coming back at and all that yeah, sort of shit. Yeah, weird. It's a pretty good concept. Yeah. So he ages... In real time, but he just keeps like shuffling through time. Yeah. So then he gets married to this woman, and she just has to wait around for him to just maybe one day appear. Yeah. And someday he might appear young. He might be like in his thirties, and the next time she sees him, he's like in his fifties or something. Yeah. Yeah. Quite a good. It takes a little while to get your head around the concept and how it works, but um, yeah, I thought it was quite good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Just a nice. uh, We'll have all the film fans out there. We've just followed up absolutely trashing this avant-garde masterpiece, <laughs> saying, crap, crap. And then, oh, yes, Time Traveler's Wife was so great. <laughs> it wasn't great. No, it was all right. It was okay. easy. Easy watch. I liked it. I like yeah. Eric Banner. He's good. Rachel McAdams good. Uh, do one, how does he, Eric? He doesn't do much at all. I don't think he ever really has, really. He just mm. appears in stuff every now and then. Ron Livingston, I like him. He appears in stuff from time to time. Yep. Yeah, there you pops, go. Just pops up. Yeah. So that's uh, it as far as television go. Uh, sorry, movies go. TV. 
Um, not a lot this week, but we did finish The Undoing mm. with uh, Hugh Grant. That was good. Nicole Kibben. That was good. Very good. How'd you guessing right till the end? Yeah. Didn't it? Who, bit, who bit, actually did it? Bit like that um, Defending Jacob where you don't really, yeah. really quite know what's going to happen until the end. Yeah. Sim- very similar sort of thing. It's an HBO series from last year. Just finally got around to watching it. Mm. I like it. I liked it. I love Hugh Grant. He's one of my favourites. And it's cool to see him in a role that's just a little bit different. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. And what you, have, go on. Are you, I was just going to say, you could tell that he was having fun doing something that was just a little yeah, bit different. Yeah, exactly than, right. And the, the um, what do you call it, the making of stuff we watched after. Oh, it, yeah. It actually, he, you know, <laughs> you'd see that he actually enjoyed yeah. doing what he did. Yeah. We finished that. It was good. Enjoyed it. Mm. Um, so we've got to find something to start next week now. Um, I've got a, I've got some screeners coming for something. I can't talk about it. Can't say where it's from. Can't whatever. Very top, top secret. But I've got like the first few episodes of that. It's something that's coming soon. So mm. we'll have to watch them soon. And then I can report on them when I can. What's it called? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no, not happening. <laughs> what studios are from? <laughs> not, ca- not happening. Uh, so, yeah, we'll talk about that soon. But that'll be next week, sort of. We'll start in that and then we'll have to pick another show to watch. There's plenty to watch. Oh, well, we've got a little box down there now mm. of stuff that we need to watch. Little mini-series stuff. Yeah, mostly, yeah. But this week... Mad. Oop, I always forget about that last little bit. Talk <laughs> over it. <laughs> there you go. I feel like I'm on a scotch now. <laughs> it's the Mad Men Monday update. Woo! We've been watching Mad Men now. This is our this is our replacement series for Deadwood. Oh, the shit thing. crap. Yeah, <sighs> that was bad. But enjoying Mad Men still. Yeah, loving it. Nearly finished the first season, in fact. Yeah. We got, what are we getting this week? Two. Two. Two eps this week. Yeah, last week we only did one. Only one last had a busy week. week. Five the first yeah. week. <laughs> Out of the blocks the first week. Yeah. Um, we had a busy week last week, though. And fairly busy this week, but we found time to get two in. And we actually did do one on Monday yes, this week. Yes, we did. We did do a Mad Men Monday. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Another one the other night. Mm-hmm. It was good. Yeah. And hanging for the next one now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> five, five, five episodes and we've done the season. Yeah, it's nuts. So we might get that done next week. Or no, probably not next week, but the week after. Yeah, a couple of weeks. Uh, she was taking us bloody a month to watch one episode of that other shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> not a season. Crap. Yeah, oh. no, it's good enjoying it so far. I just can't, I just can't, fa- uh, well, I can because I lived it, The what they got away with yeah. back then. Yeah. And what do you reckon they would have been able to make that now? I don't. I don't. I don't think, think they so. would have. They, they wouldn't have been able to make it the way they have. No, I was going to say because it is a. Um, it doesn't glorify the. Well, actually, it's it does a bit. It does kind of glorify the characters a little bit. It does um, a bit. It kind of makes light, particularly a couple of them. It makes light of a lot of. Obviously, there's a lot of um, infidelity going on. Yeah, some of them treat their wives like shit. There's like a lot of sexual. Uh, stuff of, like that, yeah. um, and I I feel like um, in a way it's all it was almost like a social commentary, but it it um, it makes light of a lot of things that you they you couldn't make light of um, in that way. 
now on no, film. No, no way. I feel like if it was made now, they could probably make it now, but you're right, it would be different. It would They'd be, have to water it down. It would be more of like a scathing commentary on like these people yeah, are probably. fucking awful characters yeah. um, as opposed to like, oh, Don Draper, what a cool guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, yeah, you're right. I think, like, when was it? 2007? So, um, like... Yeah, 2007. Only finished six so years it's only, ago. it's only 14 years ago and finished six years ago. Yeah, but... It'll be interesting to see how different it is in the last season. Yeah, that's true. Whether they change the commentary on it. Yeah. Or not. Yeah. But if you look at that, I mean, 2007, that's only 14 years ago. Mm. Um, and what they... How they made that and what they got away with. Yeah. You know, and here we are 14 years later and, geez, the world's changed. Yeah, but how much has changed in the last two or three years Oh, exactly alone? Right. Just exactly like right. it's just been these last few years where it's been like floodgates are open, yeah. this is what's going down, yeah. this is how it's actually affected people and still affecting people now um, and the whole Harvey Weinstein thing, the Me Too movement yeah. and everything um, has changed. Yeah, I, you would it, it wouldn't be made this way now. But even... But even um, um, you know, people of colour and stuff like that, the way mm. the way they're portrayed in this sort of well, yeah. series as well, you know, like mm. it's just Yeah, again, I think I think it's still a a commentary, it's still a social commentary on oh look how bad it was back then. But it does almost put like a bit of a light spin on Oh, it certainly does. That you wouldn't that you wouldn't you wouldn't get now. Well and there's a couple of characters in particular that it that mm. are, that it uh, almost glorifies. Yeah, like I said, Don Draper. Yeah, cool, Don yeah. Draper. Well, actually, I had one comment from someone who was like, um, um, they said, I think this is when we were talking about what shows we're going to start, and they actually wrote in, uh, sorry, I can't remember who it is, but it was someone who was who was listening to the show, um, and they said that while they appreciated the program and obviously how well it was made and yeah. how successful it was, they couldn't get into it because of how much of a dick Don Draper was and how he right, treated yeah, his yeah, wife yeah. like yeah. shit, tr- like um, cheating on her. I don't know if he starts, uh, maybe he starts getting a bit more physically abusive. I don't like we haven't watched far enough, but I feel like it might be heading that way. Um, so well, I could tell you because I've seen uh, you've a bit seen more. quite a bit more. Um, so I, yeah, this guy, this person who wrote him was like, yeah, I, co- I couldn't watch it because of Don Draper. But I feel like, yeah, now you would not have them maybe make him out to be the protagonist in the way that he is mm, here. But even but even the character of Pete Campbell. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the way he treats, uh, what's her name? The um, Peggy. Peggy. The receptionist. Yeah, yeah, like he's, you know, only just gotten married and now he's having an affair yeah. with Peggy. Like it's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just, just. Like again, stuff that would have happened, but I think like they put it's that like uh, more po- like that more lighthearted like oh how funny is this kind of spin mm. that they put on it. It's, mm. weird, it's strange. Yeah, but again, it's, and the old the old boys club and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I think like I think again that I don't think the intent behind the show is like oh look how cool this was and oh look what you could get away with. No, I think it's still yeah, a commentary, which is like, oh, look how shitty this what this time was, and how shitty these people were. But yeah, I think just the tone of it, the style of it, mm. is just mm. complete. Would be completely different now. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. But again, when you watch something like this, you have to watch it through that lens. Oh, exactly right. You got to watch it for even, the time that it was meant. Even to if be. it is only fourteen years ago, mm. you know. Mm. But yeah, yeah, you're right. It's interesting. It will be interesting to see how that shifts. Yeah, but it's a, it's a good show. Like it's well written. 
Um, it's made is made incredibly well. I mean, it went for so long. It's one of the most successful dramas of all time. Yeah, exactly right. Um, so it's a good show. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how it kind of shapes up mm. over the next. It'll be interesting, years. like when we get to that final season, if we watch a yeah, go back and watch an episode of the mm. first season at the yeah. same time and see if it is different. Yeah, whether they're different directors, they're probably different directors for probably. each episode and stuff anyway. Around, yeah, but. Yeah. Creative team, whatever, yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. interesting. So anyway, we are enjoying it, but it's, um, yeah, it's interesting. It's almost a relic already, the, the, the series. It's strange. Yeah, yeah exactly right. Yeah. Just the way stuff's done so differently now. Like if you, like if they made this now, John Draper would be like the villain of the series. Oh, for sure. And he would be like, um, you'd be like, fuck, I hate this guy. And even and even the way it's shot yeah, um, would be different mm. now. Yeah. The lighting would be yeah, different. Yeah, that's everything, what I mean. You know, the whole. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, so there you go. There's uh, this week's. Oh, uh, regular commentary of uh, Mad Men. Of Mad Men, a completely outdated and irrelevant program in today's standards. <laughs> That's uh, becoming the, uh, I think, the running conclusion with that series of updates. <laughs> yep. We watched, um, this is now the part of the show where we talk about New movies we've watched and series. There's a series we'll talk about as well. Uh, we watched um, Free Guy at the time of recording this. We watched it last night. Um, yep. Unfortunately, I didn't get to see it in time for embargo because mm. everything's happened with the lockdown and everything. Exactly right. We were supposed to go to a screening for Disney. Is that last week or this week? That's great. supposed to be this week. Yeah. Is that Tuesday? Oh, last week. <laughs> yeah, it was last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last, last Tuesday. Week. Yeah. Um, and, uh, obviously lockdown happened and we couldn't go. And then there was like a scramble on Disney's side here to try and get us screeners. And then they secured it to us sort of at the last minute. Uh, so unfortunately we missed like embargo and stuff, but like I say, if the mouse gives you something, you don't say no. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't upset don't, the mouse. No, no, no. Well, I did request that. I said, look, if there's any chance to see this with a screener or anything, it'd be appreciated because I'd like to cover it. Um, oh, it's fabulous. And it's, it only just comes out um, at the time of this recording. It's come out yesterday. So it's mm. out now in America. Mm. It would have just come out too. So whatever. I'll still do a review and that'll yeah. go up this week. But yeah, Free Guy. I don't mm. know if I said the name of the film. I think I did. Free Guy, Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> <laughs> um, Taika Waititi. That was a surprise seeing him in it. Yeah, that was. He was great. Yeah, really good. <laughs> it was good. Love everything that guy touches. No, I know, fantastic thing. <laughs> um, and he uses his Kiwi accent in everything he does. Uh-huh. It's good to see. I was worried about. I knew he was going to be in see. it. I was worried if he wasn't going to be doing the Kiwi accent, but I think that's what everyone loves about him. Yeah, especially like Korg. <laughs> they actually did. Um, they did. I didn't. I don't think I showed you this, but they did like an ad for it, where um, Ryan Reynolds is dressed as Deadpool and um, Tyke's in it as Korg, sitting on a couch, <laughs> like talking about, "Oh, we're going to watch Free Guy or whatever." <laughs> Apparently, Reynolds went to Disney and asked if it. Oh shit! What was it? He asked them to do like a crossover where it was like Deadpool and. Um. Oh, I can't remember, but it was some Disney character, I think, and he wanted to do this thing, and they were like, no. Uh, but they were, he was like, well, how about Korg? He's like, yeah, right. <laughs> so they have Korg. I can't remember what it was. It was some, like, high-profile, like maybe a Disney character, maybe they didn't want crossing over with Deadpool or something. 
or maybe it was like a Marvel character, like Captain America. I don't know, but they were like, yeah, you can do it with Korg. So done it with Korg. It's quite funny. But yeah, good movie. Yeah, loved it. Yeah. Yeah, blue shirt guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very surprised how much I enjoyed it, actually. Yeah. No, I was actually looking forward to that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, me too. I was really looking forward. I love everything that guy touches, Ryan Reynolds. Mm. He, uh, yeah, I mean, he brings his trademark humour and yeah. delivery. Mm. To, it was very Deadpool, humor. wasn't it? Oh, it was very much. Very but I much. think like a more like positive, light-hearted sort of Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. 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 But no, it was, um, it was much anticipated and mm. really enjoyed. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah. I was looking forward to it, but I didn't think I'd enjoy it that much. I just thought, oh, it's just, just going to be just fun comedy. Out of 10 for you, what do you reckon? Out of 10? Yeah. Maybe like an 8? Yeah, it'd be about that for yeah, me. Yeah, like an 8. It'll be that for me. Yeah. Seven, seven and a half to eight yeah. for me. It was very good. Really enjoyed it. Very good. I won't say too much because a lot of surprises, a lot of great mm. little cameos and stuff yeah. that pop up. And yeah, um, yeah it's fun. The now, whole concept's fantastic. Yeah, great. Just made, just so yeah. like a really good video game movie. Not not in the, in the way that it's like based on a video game. So if you don't know what this film's about, it's uh, Ryan Reynolds' character, Guy, is an NPC in a video game, which is a non-player character for those out there who don't play games. Um, so he's one of those like background characters that you can't control, so but you can kill and you but you can, can yeah. Like if you're in GTA, it's like the the guy walking down the street that you just beat up for his money, yeah, or whatever. So he's like one of them, and then he realizes uh, that he's a, 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 a NPC yeah. and decides he wants to become the hero of his own mm. journey. And yeah, it goes off on this wild adventure. Yeah. But it's great. It's very good. The concept's great. The way it's made is great. And like I say, yeah, it's like a really good video game movie. Yeah. Because it's all these little Easter eggs to people who play games. And I'm not a huge gamer, but I grew up playing stuff like GTA. And um, I've played some of those online games, whatever. Yep, yep. Alicia plays Fortnite or used to play Fortnite a mm. lot. So I was watching her play it. So I know enough yeah. to kind of understand what, you know, the what everything that's going on in this thing is a reference to and whatever. I loved, oh, it's not really a spoiler. It happens in the first like five minutes, but like he's like doing something in the background. You see this character's glitching. Yeah. He's like trying yeah, to yeah. walk up a wall. Yeah. He's like glitching. <laughs> and yeah. Just like little things like that is really, yeah, fun. Yeah. Really and I, like, I like the way they sort of, they, they crossed from being inside the game, yeah, to being outside the game. Yeah, with it was the programmers. It. Yeah, with people. Yeah, yeah, the trying people to looking fix in. the glitch. Yeah, oh, it was good. It was guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enjoyable movie, and um, if you get a chance to get out and see it, get out and see it. Yeah, it's really good. Mm-hmm. If you can, because going, uh, it's exclusive to cinemas. Uh, so if you want to see it, you've got to get to a cinema and see it. Mm. Uh, it's not going to Disney Plus. It will eventually. Yeah, probably will. Well, of course it will. Well, because it's 20th Century Studios, so I imagine it will probably go to a Hulu overseas. As long as we get a 4K of it. I'm sure we will. I think there's a 4K coming out, yeah. Um, I think it will probably go to Hulu overseas, which means it will be on Disney Plus Star here. Right. So, um, yeah. We're really worth a watch. Yeah, very much so. So go out if you're safe, if you can get out safely to go to a cinema and see it. Mm. Obviously, it's not open in Victoria. <laughs> no, not at the <laughs> moment. lockdown, anywhere you're locked down, it's not open. But otherwise, yeah, go and check it out because it's fun. A fun yeah. movie. Yeah. Enjoyed it. 
Well, the best sort of what would you call it? Comedy, action comedy, action it's like comedy. Yeah. That's what I said earlier. I was like, I haven't had like an action comedy like this in a while. Best one we've just, had, best moment for years. Yeah, I think will be like a classic. Like people will be like, yeah, that's a yeah, like a yeah. great one. So it's getting Love rave, it. absolute rave reviews too. Yeah, which is well, good. I can see why. Yeah, and then it's got like a lot of heart to it, and um, like a little bit of a romance story going on yeah. there as well. Yeah. It was a bit unexpected, and um, well, if you've seen the trailers, you kind of know. But it's got these nice little, just like. Um, real positive undertones, and that's a good film. And I think I think um, casting a Ryan Reynolds masterstroke. Oh yeah, for sure, He's so good because because that that his type of humour suits oh. it perfectly, yeah, yeah, absolutely exactly. perfectly. <gasps> yeah. Loved it. Loved it. Now, this is actually, I will say, this is the last film or one of the last films that got caught up in that buyout of Fox. Oh, was it? And it was in production with Fox for a while. And when Disney bought it out, bought out Fox, they were just about to go into production on it. So this is the, I believe this is the first production that Disney actually took over and actually did the back end production. So right. two months after Disney bought Fox, they started shooting this. So it obviously went under, and you can tell there's a few things in there where you're like, oh, it's obviously, yeah, yeah it's a Disney, exactly. Disney yeah. film. There's a bit of like a, sca- almost like a scathing commentary on IP and yeah. uh, IP management and, pe- you know, people yeah. buying out and all that kind of shit in there. Um, yeah, so it's good. Good movie. Um, series that we watched, we've watched the first three episodes. Only one episode is out now on Disney+. Plus. This is Marvel's What If, mm. mm-hmm. new animated series. This is the first animated production from Marvel Studios. Every other Marvel animation was done by Marvel Entertainment, which is a separate studio. Right. Um, which is now I defunct. Can't keep up with all that now shit. defunct. Is it? So Marvel Entertainment's like all the non Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff was two separate things. Yep. Uh, so Marvel Entertainment would be stuff like the Netflix series. Even stuff like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., mm-hmm. all that, even though they had like MCU links, Kevin yeah. Feige was never very happy. Obviously, the head of Marvel yeah, Studios, yeah. he was never happy with what they were doing over there um, because they were trying to, because Marvel and Team was like, oh, you were getting on that. And Feige's like, what are you doing? Get out of here. <laughs> Get out. Uh, but yeah, but um, the guy that was running Marvel Entertainment was uh, apparently not great and he and Kevin Feige clashed heads and then eventually Feige won out and they kicked this other guy out and then Feige's like, fucking get rid of that whole company. So now it's just Marvel Studios. Anyway, Mm. Marvel Studios' first animated production, Marvel Studios' What If. This is a – it's an MCU canon, so it's part of the canon. It's part of the official timeline, but it's about all the different little timelines that open up Mm -hmm. after Loki and Sylvie caused all the madness at the end of – Loki. Loki. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you've got the Watcher, a character called the Watcher, who watches over the timelines. That's right. He's voiced by Jeffrey Wright, who's great. Uh, you'd know him. I yep. don't know by name, but you'd know him. Um, and each episode kind of goes into a different timeline and tells like a different what if. Yep. And the first episode up was what if Peggy Carter were the first Avenger? So what happens if Peggy Carter gets the super soldier serum, the vaccine, yep. the super soldier vaccine yep. instead of Ca- instead of Captain America, uh, Steve Rogers. Yep. Um, and then she becomes Captain Carter. Um, it's a good app. 
Yeah. Good app. Um, I think it gets better. Wasn't great. Wasn't great. It was good. I gave about a three out of a five. It gets better. Gets much better. I don't know how much I can say about the next two. I mean, the embargo is up, but I don't want to say too much. Um, Don't want to spoil it. No, I don't want to spoil it either. Um, But the next two are good. I thought the third one's the best we've seen so far. Yeah, for sure. Very good. Yeah, for sure. And the great thing about this show is they got 50 plus MCU cast members to return. Yeah, that's surprising. That's surprising. 50 people involved. But not the big name ones. Not Robert Downey, of course. No. <laughs> not Scarlett Johansson. Um, Chris Pratt is not there. Chris Evans. No, Chris Evans is actually in Oh, no, sorry. Chris Evans is not in it. Yep. Chris Hemsworth is in it. Oh, is he? We, yeah, we've seen one episode with Thor. I didn't think it was him, but oh. he was definitely – it's him. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, Evans, Evans Downey, um, Johansson – Essentially, the three that are off contract now didn't come back. Yep. I figured we figured, oh, yeah, shit, they're not on contract, so they didn't come back. Yeah. And D- Danny Jr. has been on a um, pay-by-play contract for maybe five or six years, mm. which means he broke – well, he um, his first contract ended, yep. and then he didn't sign a second contract. He signed this pay-by-play, yep. so he gets paid per, per, film. per film that he does, yeah. and – each film that he does, he can ask for more money. Yeah, that was so, say, yeah. probably a smart move on his, yeah. on his behalf. You just keep asking yeah. for more each time you do yeah. it. You want me to come back? You're paying yeah. the next yeah. couple mil. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Oh, good on him. Yeah. Well, there were rumours ages ago that 50% of the budget for Infinity War and Endgame went to Downey Jr. Wouldn't surprise me. Whether how legitimate that is, well, I think it would be very close, maybe even 40%. Uh, yeah, apparently. Wouldn't so. surprise me. So you would imagine they probably just didn't even approach uh, the, like the Downey Juniors and the Chris Evans and the Johansson uh, who are off, all off contract. Uh, I'm sure Johansson will never work with Disney again probably not. <laughs> after what's going on at the Chris moment. Probably won't get invited back. Well, actually, um, I was going to slide this in somewhere. I was going to talk about it in the news, but I thought it's not huge. But we've been talking about Johansson suing Disney the last few yep. weeks. She um, has been producing a um, remake of – oh, no, sorry, a, a new film version of The Tower of Terror – you know, the oh, attraction, yeah, yeah. attraction yeah. Um, and the thing that's come out this week, it's not officially confirmed, but one of the things that's kind of come out through the trades is that that project is definitely off the table now. <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah, so the big show... Does that surprise you? No, not at all. <laughs> so the big names aren't back. Um, Chris Pratt's not back. Strange, because he's still on contract. Maybe he had... I mean, he's been doing Jurassic World, so maybe there was mm. contract clashes. Um, Dave Batista isn't back, but apparently he wasn't asked. Someone tweeted right. him. Yeah, Someone yeah. tweeted him, was like, hey, Dave, why aren't you doing the voice? He's like, how about we start with wasn't asked? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think even, yeah, but most of the people are back. And I was surprised to see Jeremy Renner, Mark Ruffalo, Chris Hemsworth. Um, Natalie Portman is back uh, oh, as well. Surprising. She's going to do an episode. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm really shocked that Natalie Portman came back for it. Uh, but she's doing the next Thor movie. So all these people that are actually currently doing films Contracts. with them, they're, they're probably on the contract. Uh, and um, Mark, we figured Mark Ruffalo's doing the She-Hulk. Yep. Uh, Jeremy Renner's got his Hawkeye series. Um, Chris Hemsworth is currently doing Thor, Love and Thunder with Natalie Portman. So all these people who are still on contracts, I reckon Disney's written into it. Like and Loki? You, uh, Loki, yes, yeah, sorry. Um, Tom Hiddleston's Tom in Hiddleston, it as well. Yeah. And of course, he's doing Loki with Disney Plus. Yeah. So all these people who are still actively involved with involved Disney, yeah. have come back and done their their wow. voices. 
So I yeah. imagine it's maybe a contractual thing, which is like sign you up for this movie with the stipulation you've got to come in and do some voice work voice for this work, show. Yeah. Uh, but it's really good. It's really good. The animation's yeah. great. It gets gets better each. Yeah. we've seen three, three. Haven't we? I think there's nine. Each one, total. each one got better. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chadwick Boseman as well is in it too. Yeah, that's right. the last thing he ever did. Apparently he's going to be in four episodes, I think. So, oh, really? Yeah. Apparently we're going to see, because it does different timelines, apparently we might see like various different versions of the characters, which would be pretty cool. Oh, that would be good. But then I've also heard that some episodes connect. So each episode, each episode is its own little thing, its own little pocket universe so far, but some of them end on like a cliffhanger. Yeah, and from what I understand, I think some of the later ones might pick up from because there's another. I don't want to go too much into it, but from what people have broken down, it's figured that this episode might be a second part of this one. Ah, uh, right. Um, okay. So we'll see how it pans. Like I don't have any intel on it, but that's yeah. kind of what we're thinking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, enjoyed it. It's good. The animation's yeah. great. It's that like three D, two D hybrid animation. Mm. Disney's been playing around with a little bit over the last few years. Not as much as I hope they would be, but. Hopefully this leads to more. I mean, Sony used it on Into the Spider-Verse terrifically. Yeah. Um, and it's just hopefully we'll see Disney utilising a bit more. It's good. It's fun. Yep. It's fun. It's worth, worth a lot. It sits in its own little place. And if you enjoy the first episode, you'll yeah. enjoy it. Mm. Even if it's not, if you think it's, uh, yeah, give keep, the keep next with it. couple of episodes. Keep with cause it. Because uh, they, they get better. It gets much better. Yeah. Really enjoying it. Really enjoying it. It surprised me who actually did come back. Yeah, me too. But then, it's when really you once, once again, when you break it down, it's like it has to be a contractual thing. It's got to be, yeah. It has to be, yeah. Or even like Benicio del Toro came back, but he would be off contract. He he would be film by film. Seth what else Gr- is he doing? Seth, well, exactly. <laughs> Seth Green came back to do Howard the Duck, but he mm. was only in the only time we've seen Howard the Duck is in like the post credit stinger of the first Guardians movie, and he did like a couple of lines, and now he's back. He's actually done Howard the Duck properly, <laughs> like you see him in the trailer and everything. But yeah, the Disney in the press release they sent me, they detailed all the names that are back for it. Bradley Whitford is in it as a character yeah. who was um, only ever in one of those like short films, those like one shot cartoons. No, not cartoons. One of those one shot films that they used to put on the DVDs. But wasn't he in? Wasn't he in Loki? Was he in Loki no. as well? Wasn't he in one of those? What, the series? No. Yeah. He's the only thing he's done is this little short film. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought he was in one of the one of the series. No. no. Unfortunately, it'd be good. Mm. Great. I'd like to see more of him. Yeah. So anyway, check them out. Free Guy and Marvel's What If. Thank you to Walt Disney Company Australia and 20th Century Pictures Australia for providing the screener, for pulling through with that at the last minute. Legends, thank yeah, you very much. Yeah, good. I do appreciate it, and we will cover the film for you because it's fucking yeah. whatever. Um, and uh, Marvel's What If, thank you to the team over at Disney Plus for sorting that one out for me. Beautiful. Awesome. Um, partner highlight, very quickly, Random Space Media, great place, releasing lots of great stuff that the studios don't want to put out there. Um, and I'm uh, getting quite well, qu- getting quite well known now. People know about these guys now, which is good. great. That's good. Um, they have just released, of course, we've like, the last couple of weeks we've been talking about the Jumanji 3D set and the Spider-Verse and Venom 4K plus 3D sets. There's going to be a new Jumanji box set, which is the first, well, sorry, the two modern Jumanji movies, Welcome to the Jungle and Next Level. There's going to be a 4K plus 3D collection of both of those coming out, just announced. It'll be great. 
um, the Spider-Man 2 movie 4K plus 3D collection, which has far uh, has um, Homecoming and Far From Home. I don't think that's exclusive to Random Space. I think you can get that at JB. Um, but you can get it through Random Space if you'd like. They've announced a Resident Evil 6 movie 4K plus Blu-ray collection and Tremors 7 movie collection. First time many of the Tremors movies have been made available here, I think. Maybe I could be wrong, but it's the first time they've been bundled up anyway. Mm. First one's fun. Yeah, so one I've seen. Shit. Yeah, heaps of good shit. And they got more good shit coming up too. Yeah. Yeah. I reached out. They said to me, if there's any suggestions you have, let us know. So I reached out with some stuff and they're like, we're already on it. I was like, yeah, I thought you would good. be. So it could be some good stuff coming. Mm. If they can pull through with them. Yeah, they're like, yeah, right. we're working with this. We're trying to get these done. I was like, yes, please make it work. Please, <laughs> please make it work. Um, I think I know what a couple of those are. Yeah, I'm very excited. Um, Kicks.com.au, you can head over there. The 15% off voucher is still active. Teamed up with them in celebration of the Indiana Jones Indiana Jones full movie collection on 4K Ultra High Definition Blu-ray, which came out, what, two months ago now probably. Um, but the code is still active. You can use Dave15 for 15% off the entire website, not just that Indiana Jones box set. Includes pre-orders and sale product as well. So get on over there and just buy up some shit. Support and that's them. That's not an affiliate code. Not an affiliate code at nothing all. Nothing out of it. Get nothing out of it. Just a little support for a great little place. Awesome. That's it. Yeah. But now it's time for shite. All right. Wow. All right. All right. Miss it again. Ready? Been fucking up every day. Shite. Huh? All right, all yeah, right, so that's what all I have right. To say, I have to say or in the middle. Ready? Go one more time. Shite. Or. All right, all right, all right. <sighs> Shite, all right time. Now we're going to do three each this week because we have so many now. People just keep sending Devesh, Devesh sued, man. Oh, he has sent in so many, man. Thank you very much no for more sending more. We've, we've, got, we've got enough to last us. I could, I could maybe blame myself for this because he emailed me. He's like, oh, please tell me please tell me to stop if, if I'm sending in too many. I was like, no, nah, the more the merrier. Every day he's sending more. Enough <laughs> That's enough. Keep Thank you. Going for the next 12 months. Yeah, we appreciate it. We've got a lot from Devesh. We do appreciate it. Um, Kyle Brebner has sent more in this week. We've got a bunch from Max. Uh, we've got a heap from uh, Tyson Turner as well, and Jeff, um, our uh, official scorekeeper, has sent in some as well. So this week we're going to do three each. We're going to get try and get through as many of these. Uh, but we do want, if anyone else out there does have any, please send them in. Yeah, for um, sure. We don't need to spend too much time explaining the rules because everyone knows them by now. We pull up these random IMDb things. Um, people are sending them in now so we don't have to randomise them ourselves, which is great. And uh, The more obscure, the better. And we read out the synopsis to each other without any prior information, without any other information. And we have to guess whether we think the movie is... Or... All right, all right, all right. And that's based on the IMDb score. Anything below a six, zero... Pardon me. Ooh, hiccup. Zero, <laughs> zero to Have five. Another drink, <laughs> yeah, zero to five point nine is considered shite, and uh, six and up to six to ten is all right, all right, all right, all right. So let's get into it today, huh? All right. So who's the... so we are going. Oh, actually, first, first I should. Yeah. Well, we'll get. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Jeff B. Uh, yep. score, official scorekeeper of the podcast. Monkey Boy. Yeah, Monkey Boy. He's written in, Hey, Dave and Rick, here's the update. I swear when I watch the pod twice a week. 
Thanks, Jeff. Uh, once for pleasure and once for work. Good. <laughs> Good. Uh, I want it to be fresh from the oven to your inbox. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, and thank you for the new wheel. So I bought, we bought him the new wheel because it had a little monkey and we gave yeah, him a yeah, little pay yeah, rise so yeah. he could get his new wheel, which broke. We should uh, create a little sting for him. Yeah, I know. Jeff. Ooh, 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 Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, funny how I'm kind of the third wheel in the game and I myself could be shite or all right. Um, and no need to thank me, Dave. I love being a small part of the pod. You're a big part of all right yourself. Well, Jeff, I'm sorry, but you are... Shite. No, I'm joking. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Jeff's great. He was shite one week. He was shite one oh. week. He gave us a little bit of cheek. I think he's, uh, trying, just to, great. I think he's trying to butter us up a little bit now. <laughs> uh, but he did sign off with, sincerely, the world's worst scorekeeper. <laughs> yeah. So we've got the world's worst manager and now the yeah. world's worst scorekeeper. Yeah, no. Two of them. And the world's worst listeners out there as well. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh. Come back. <laughs> Come back. Come back. I'm joking. I'm joking. You are the, all the best. World's best everything. We've got to make up a shirt which is just like world's worst whatever. World's worst dot, dot, dot. Yeah, there you go. You can make up your own minds. Mm. I love you all. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, and, and sell them with a, sell them with a marker that you can – permanent marker. You yeah, can write yeah, your yeah. Own. So we're going to get fucking Wacko Jacko isn't working on these stickers yet. I keep bugging him every day. Where are the stickers? You the He's like, we need a meeting. I'm like, it's fucking lockdown times. Just make them. <laughs> Just make them. I know you're listening. Make the damn stickers. And Could Tim's have, been at him as well. Probably got to create the artwork for it, do we? Or? No, he said he's doing it. Is he? He's like, oh, yeah, okay. I'll make it all. I'll make the stickers ready to go. So fucking get to it. <laughs> he made one. I've seen one. It's great. Yeah. Uh, but fucking get the rest done, man. It's already, what is it, August? Nearly September? I need these stickers, man. <sighs> anyway. Trying to write time. Um, so Jeff, according to Jeff... It is now 19 to 17 in my favour. Last week it was 17 to 16, so you slipped a little bit. One ahead of me. You could still do it. We're doing three today. Yeah. Um, yeah you I could take the lead. Could. You guess first this week. Yes. Because last week I guessed first and then we're even again. So this week we're going to take one each from Jeff first up, okay? Right. So thank you, Jeff, for sending these in. So I hope I got them in, the right in the right order. Well, hopefully. I think I do. Okay, so I read to you first? Yes. Okay, here we go. All right, get ready. Here's the first one. A young lady goes to college, and without her knowledge, her father sends four football players as her bodyguards, who eventually join the college team and turn it into one of the best, while one of the players falls in love with her. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like garbage. Yeah. But I reckon, I don't know, uh, I like a good sports film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you want to stretch yeah. it that far. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, well, it is. I, 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 I reckon it might be just all right. You reckon it'll be just all right? Yeah. Like, what do you reckon? 6-2, like, yeah. something like that, maybe. So you're going to say all right? I'll say it's all right. So it's 6-2, 6-3. It is. All right, all right, all right. <clears throat> It is a sports, well, it's considered comedy music sports. Right. Uh, it's called Too Many Girls. Ew. Oh. That's not you. That's, I just put that in the end. Ew. <laughs> Girl, too Many Girls. Ew. Too Many Girls, it's called. Uh, it's made in 1940. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and it stars, get ready, Lucille Ball. Oh, God. Um, and uh, Desi Arnaz is in it, of course. Of course. Um, it's got Richard Carlson, Ann Miller, Eddie Bracken, who you would know. Eddie Bracken? You'd know, yeah, you'd know him. You might know him more as an older guy. He was the old guy in – that's him as a young oh, man. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You might know him as the old guy. No, in, I know him as a young, as a young man. Well, your people out there would probably more know him as Roy Wally from National Lampage yeah. Vacation. <laughs> and I think – was he in Home Alone 2? Yeah, he's the guy that yeah. owns the toy shop. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, great cast in that. Uh, Francis Langford. Um, yeah, there you go. It's called, yeah, Too Many Girls, 1940. Music, comedy, sports. Mm. There you go. Fair enough. Okay, your first one. Yes. A small town band hits it big, but they must battle a nefarious plot in the music industry. Oh. That's it. Small town a band. small town band hits it big, but they must battle a nefarious plot in the music industry. I feel it seems seems familiar. Small read it one more time. A small town band hits yeah. it big, but they must battle a nefarious plot in the music industry. It has to be the pick of destiny. Tenacious D. Has to be. <laughs> Jack Black and Kyle, or whatever his name is, because they, they go up against the devil. The devil comes out and is like, don't remember it. I remember thinking, yeah, this movie's going to be so fucking good. And that came out was just trash. <laughs> and I'm sure it's probably got like a four or something. So if this is Tenacious D in the pick of destiny, it has to be a shite. Has to be a shite. Going for shite? Yeah. It is. Shite. Did I get it right? No. Oh, no. <laughs> a 4.2, so it so, is shite. I was so it certain. It is shite. Oh. And it stars Peter Frampton, Barry Gibb, oh. Robin Gibb, Morris Gibb, Frankie oh, Howard. Jeez. Uh, so it's got Donald Pleasance. Right. And it's a film called Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Heart oh, Club yeah. Band. Oh, yeah. Awful, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, real bad. It's like trash. Yeah, it's terrible. I don't know if I've seen it. Oh, yeah, it's bad. Mm. There you go. So yeah. made in, what was it, made in 78. Wow. Oh, I thought I had that one. Sound like trash. Yeah, well, I got it right, <laughs> but I got the movie wrong. There you go. All right, your next one. This one comes to us from Devesh. Thank you, Devesh. Are those the ones that had to be read together? Yeah, he said they'd be, he said that it they'd would work be, well together. it'd work well together, yeah. Okay, so I'll read you this one. In a romance, start that again, have a little water. <laughs> <laughs> Just to add to the audio sim- stimulant. In a remote Icelandic farming valley, Two brothers who haven't spoken in 40 years have to come together in order to save what's dearest to them. Uh, I won't read the next bit. There, something. This might have been the one that he said, only read the first part because the last part's spoilery. Oh, okay. Um, oh, no, that was another one. But, yeah, I won't read that in a bit. In a romant... Uh, in, oh, fucking hell. What's wrong with me today? In a remote Icelandic farming valley, two brothers who haven't spoken in 40 years have come together in order to save what's dearest to them. They're something. That sounds like something we've watched fairly recently. Mm. Um, and my recollection, if it's what I think it is, mm-hmm. was all right. Mm. I enjoyed it. What was it? Um... 
uh, it's called was it called Rams or um I think it was called with with um what's his name uh, Michael Keaton Michael mm. Ke- Keaton Keaton Michael yeah. Keaton and uh, um Kiwi what's his name Two Paddocks Two Yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's right Yeah I'm gonna say it's all right Sam Neil Yeah Sam Neil Okay yeah. you gonna say it's all right Yep All right I'll say it's all right. This is... All right, all right, all right. Two from two. Yeah. It is Rams. Is it? But it's the Icelandic version, the original one. Oh, really? Yeah. The original version. I want to see that now. Yeah. The remote. It's got a 7.3. And it is... um, It's got... I mean, we wouldn't know these people. Sigurdor Sigur Johnson and Theodore Juliason. That's them. That's the Michael Keaton, uh, Michael Keaton and Sam Neill of Iceland. <laughs> there you go. Rams. Oh, okay. Also known as Huratar. There you go. Okay. Right. Yours is yep. a decades-long feud between farmers mm. uh, comes to a head when disaster strikes, strikes the f- flock. That has to be the Australian Rams, doesn't it? That's why he told us to read them back to back. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say uh, all right. All right, all right, right, all right. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. There you go. And that was uh, was an enjoyable film. was good. No, we'll have to go back and see that uh, original version. Though. Yeah, exactly right. There you go. Well, it was an easy one to get through. Yeah. All right. Um, okay, so I'll give you one more. Yep. This one has come into us from, uh, was this from Kyle? Yes, Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. Um, these two have come from Kyle. Um, okay, two Canadian detectives, one from Ontario and the other from Quebec, must work together when a murdered victim is found on the Ontario-Quebec border. Mm, to go again. Two Canadian detectives, one from Ontario and the other from Quebec, must work together when a murdered victim is found on the Ontario-Quebec border. Um, give me a uh, hint. Oh yeah, you get the um the assist. The assist. What would you like? Um, the actors. The rating. Do you want the rating? <laughs> oh yeah, no, 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 no. no. Uh, no yeah, no. just who's in it? A oh, okay. couple of the actors. Uh Michel Baudry. Oh yeah, know who that is? <laughs> uh, Patrice Belanger. Oh, you know him well. Uh, Pierre Baudreau. Mm. <laughs> Tells me nothing. It's obviously a French Canadian um, film. Let me see if there's anyone in here that we would know. Probably not. I'm not seeing anyone. So just uh, sorry, just read that again. Okay. Quickly. Two Canadian detectives, one from Ontario and the other from Quebec, must work must work together when a murdered victim is found on the Ontario Quebec border. Oh, that sounds all right. So someone Bit gets a mystery someone gets murdered on in between their jurisdictions and they both gotta to work like together a bit to solve of a crime it. Crime drama. Yeah. I reckon that'll be right. You reckon it's all right? I reckon I might enjoy that. Yeah. All right. That one is... All right, all right, oh. all right. There you go three from three. Yeah, it's called Bon Cop, Bad Cop. What's it called? Bon Cop, Bad Cop. Oh. Must mean something in French, not sure. Bon Cop, maybe it's Good Cop. Good Cop, Bad good Cop, cop. I'm going to look it up. French, English to French. Da, da, da. English to French. No, French to English, I want. Here we go. Okay. Bon cop. Translate. Translate. Bon flick. What? 
What is bon? Give me... Oh, it's done it to English to French. There we go. Bon means... Good. Oh, yeah. Bon. Oh, good bon, bon notte in Italy is good. <laughs> bon in French is obviously yeah, good. Exactly good right. cop, bad cop. Um, oh, yeah. It's probably called that because one's from Ontario. So Ontario would be the English-speaking side of France, right? Yeah, and then Quebec um, is the French-Canadian is side. Oh, so know. you've got the bon cop, which is the, the good cop on the French side, and the bad cop is on the English side maybe. Right, okay. I don't know. <laughs> that's, what I t- that's what I take from it. So there you just go. give me just reading through this. I'm just trying to work out how to read this one to you without giving it away. Kyle is obviously Canadian because all <laughs> the films he's sending are Canadian, Canadian films so far. Oh uh, yeah, Those yeah, over the last yeah. couple of weeks, which is yeah. good. Yeah, so it's stuff awesome. that we never heard of. Yeah, that's right. It's awesome. Uh, down on his luck and facing financial hardship, mm-hmm. redacted, right? Teams up with a younger Caro, younger Caro. Charismatic, I can't say that. <laughs> okay, down on his luck, facing financial hardship, redacted, teams up with younger, charismatic um, player, mm-hmm. redacted, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> right, in an attempt to change his luck, the two set off on a road trip through the south with visions of winning back what they lost. Sounds like down on his down on his luck, facing financial hardship. Yeah. Redacted teams up with a younger, charismatic player. Redacted, in an attempt to change his luck, the two set off on a road trip through the south with visions of winning back what they lost. I don't know. I actually don't know. Shit, sounds all right, though. Sounds like it could be all right. It's, the first thing I thought of was um, Due Date with Robert Downey Jr. and Zach Galifianakis. I can't remember the story of it, though, and I don't think that was it. And it's, if we're thinking about, like, Canadian or particularly, like, French-Canadian movies, I don't know if we're going to – if that's going to be – that's obviously not it. Oh, it's probably something we don't know. Yeah, I'll use an assist. I, I rarely use them, but I'll take – yeah, give me the, the actors in it. You want the main the, – the- the first two may, because that'll give it away. Will it? Straight away. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yvonne Landry. She's not the main one. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Howard. Jason Warner-Smith. But the two main ones, yeah, yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. And Ben Mendelsohn. Oh, what the fuck was that? Oh, was that called like Love ben Wild Card or something? I can't remember the name of it, but I do remember the movie. I think it was good. I, I remember it being good, but does it have a good rating? That's that's the thing that trips you up. Mm. I think it. I think it would have a good rating. Was it called Wild? Well, tell me yet, yeah, but I think it was called Wild Card. I think, or something like that. I don't know. I'm gonna say all right. Might be like just all right, but I feel like it's one of those movies that was really good and just had like a barely all right score. Yeah, yeah, go for it. So you're saying all right? Yeah. I remember watching it and actually enjoying it yeah. because Ben, ben Mendelsohn's one of my favourites. It's not Australian called Wildcard, is it? No, it's not. Ah, oh, shit. It's going to be All do- right, oh. all right, all right. Fuck, what was it called? Mississippi Grind. Oh, Mississippi Grind, of course, yeah. yeah. Great film. I really yeah. enjoyed that. No, it's yeah. not a great film, but yeah, it's, it's a good, good film. Yeah. Ben Mendelsohn, one of my favourite Aussie actors. Yeah. One of my favourite films of his was, what was that one? Australian Rules, is that what it was called? Never watched that. Didn't you? Mullet. Uh, Mullet. Mullet. Yeah. 
What a great little Aussie that, film. If you haven't seen it, I don't know if you can still get it or not. I don't think so. I don't. I haven't seen it. It might be on one of the streaming platforms, I think. I think I've seen it on streaming, but I don't think you can uh, buy it anymore. Probably on Stan or something like that. Yeah, I think there's a lot of like... It's a 20-year-old uh, yeah. film now. Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? Yeah, 20-year-old film. No, I don't think it's available on DVD anymore. He no. plays the part of a... Um, what is he? He's a... Guy that sort of left left his town and goes back to his local town, his hometown, and his nickname's Mullet. It's just a just a good little Aussie film, really good little film. I never watched it. It's one I need to get to. It's only got a five point nine, but I actually yeah. really enjoyed it. Oh, there you go. Oh, there's Australian movies are rate are ranked are rated pretty badly though. So yeah, there we go. That was three today of Shite. Oh. All right, all right, all right. No progress made either way today. No, because we both got all of them right. So, Jeff, that's an easy one for you. You won't have to watch it twice this week. No, <laughs> Just exactly. bump each score up by three. Have a week off, buddy. There you go. God. Week off with no pay. Oh, well, what's, what's new? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it any different to any other week? No, that's Thank fine. you, Jeff. We do appreciate that. We um, do. And um, we do appreciate everyone who sent them in. And we'd love anyone else to send any in as and well. And we enjoy the interaction. We love the interaction. This is what it's all about, this podcast. We love it when people interact with us, send stuff in. Uh, that's, the, that's the most fun part of this for us. So yeah. if you have any of these shider or riots, any, any, whether it's a favourite movie that uh, you think's great but has got a shit review or you think it's a movie that you think was shit that had a good review or something that whatever just any kind of obscure thing that might trip us up send them into davelypod at gmail.com i appreciate everything and you are the world's best listeners out there we've got certainly good shit yep. world's best <laughs> um no trailers to talk about this yes, week yeah t-shirt dave says i'm one of the world's best listeners yeah there you go there you go get onto the t-shirts buddy jackson wacko <laughs> jacko sorry uh yeah that so could be a sticker could be. Yeah. Mm. There you go. Um, no get tra- back to work, monkey boy. Yeah, get to it, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so no trailers this week. So no trailer trash no. segment. No. Uh, well, no trailer trash. But not every week you can have uh, chocolate. Some weeks it's going to be candy corn, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <gasps> What's that? Oh. It's the news. <laughs> Stunned. <laughs> uh, news theme, right? We got a, we got a few news bits to talk about today. Too much time on your hands. <laughs> Just download a little news theme. That was it. <laughs> some of these other ones I put some time into. Yeah, like the trailer trash one, which we didn't hear today, but we heard the Mad Men one. A little bit of time mm-hmm. into that, mm-hmm. but the news one. Just download a little news theme. Quite simple. On the Google... Well, you didn't create that yourself, you didn't... Oh, yeah, of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> Put a little beep, beep, beep yeah. in the background. Of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so this week, um, last week, of course, Suicide Squad opened, or a couple of weeks ago, Suicide Squad opened by the time people mm-hmm. are hearing this, mm-hmm. um, and it did really poorly at the box office. Doesn't surprise me. No, exactly right. But, but this whole... Not because it's a bad film. Yeah. Because of... The times. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Um... There's been a huge conversation around it, which is like, oh, my God, the Suicide Squad absolutely flopped. Like, fucking hell. What? 
all these like major trades are like, oh my god, Suicide Squad is a major flop. This big budget Hollywood blockbuster has flo- absolutely flopped. Can you believe it? Forbes writes, as feared, James oh, Gunn's gosh. critically acclaimed The Suicide Squad open this weekend with a 26.5... Oh, hiccup again, sorry. With a $26.5 million domestic... What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and okay, let's start that again. Stop drinking, though. I know. Have some water. As feared, James Gunn's critically acclaimed the Suicide Squad open this weekend with a $26.5 million domestic and $72.2 million worldwide debut. That's below the even the fingers crossed $30 million benchmark and below both Space Jam and New Legacy, which took in $31 million, and Jungle Cruise, which took in $35 million. Um, there's reports that it probably did about 2.8 million views on HBO Max on opening weekend, which would make it the third highest opening on HBO Max for a film behind um, Godzilla v. Kong versus Kong, uh, which was a 3.6 million viewers opening, and Mortal Kombat, which was 3.8 million. But what we have to weigh up is what did this movie have against it? What did, what did this movie have going against it that's made it, like, crash completely? <laughs> so <laughs> theaters weren't really operating. Well, that's the first one, isn't it? That's yeah, the main one. Yeah, we're in the middle of a pandemic, people. Yep, got to take it into consideration. And the cases are rising in America due to this new Delta strain, mm. and the UK, and and UK, and here we're going through another wave. Um, and this is a really contagious. It's not more. Um, Deadly or more... Well, it is because they kids reckon? are getting it. Yeah, but that's not... that. What I mean is that people aren't getting sicker than they were before. It's more contagious, mm, though, mm. is what so it is. Mean, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's the key factor here, is that this has come out at this time where everywhere is going into another wave. of the virus. Half of Australia is locked down. America... Audiences are becoming a bit more hesitant to go back to the cinemas again because they're going through these new waves. The UK, same deal. Um, so that's the number one factor. So people just aren't going to cinemas. Mm. Of course, take into account the fact that HBO Max has given this away for free, day and date. Yeah. So what are people going to do? Oh, I don't really want to go to the cinemas because I don't really want to risk it. I'll just watch it for free on yep. HBO Max, right? Um we, we can go as far as saying it's an R-rated movie. R-rated movies don't usually take in big box office numbers because less people can get into them, obviously. You have to be 18 to get into an R-rated movie. Of course, there's been... Was it R-rated here? Are you talking about R-rated here? R-rated America? America. It's younger than... Is it 15? R-rated, no, I think? 18. It's 18 here. Yeah. Uh, no, see, we have MA... Which is like our equivalent of their uh, their yeah, which uh, is fifteen plus. No, because their rating system is um, fucked. So they have they have a, they have a G. <laughs> they is have that the technical term for it? Or? Yeah. yeah. Initially, they had G, PG, and R. That's it. They had three certifications right. or whatever's on either end of that X, triple X, whatever yep. you want to call it, and then like E exempt, which is like documentaries. But if you're talking about movies, mainstream movies, G, PG, and R. When Steven Spielberg made, what film was it? I always forget what the movie was. But, oh, uh, um, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom because there's a scene where the guy rips a heart out Mm -hmm. and it's pretty dark. 
it was like, well, this movie is too dark to be a PG, but it's not really pushing the R-rated envelope, so there needs to be a something in between. between. So Spielberg pushed for what they have, which is a PG-13. So it's G, PG, PG PG-13, and then R. So PG-13 for us is anything from a PG to an M, maybe light MA-15. Their R, which is a hard R, still R-18. It's an 18, Mm -hmm. but that could cover MA and R here. So there's right. so many movies open up over there that's an R rating. It just might be MA here. Right. Because it's R over there, less people can get into the cinema and you'll yep. see less and less movies. There's very few R-rated movies opening every year because mm. people because they don't make money on them. Yeah. And it's not worth investing a lot of money on an R-rated film. Um, but we've had a few exceptions recently with Deadpool, Logan, Joker, It, Mortal Kombat. They were all R-rated and all did very well. Um, so that's one thing to take into consideration. Um, the next big one's probably that DC is like a dead brand, <laughs> almost. General public just don't have trust in the DC brand. They've killed it really, haven't they? If you're a fan of the, it's really like diehard DC fans and then maybe comic yeah, book yeah. movie fans are going, but no one else really cares. Yep. Because they've just, their franchise is like, mm, mm. they don't know what they're doing with it, no, sort really of thing. Um, no one liked the first Suicide Squad movie. What's well, a surprise. So naturally, um, the general audience, you have to think about the general audience, the people who aren't listening to podcasts or on Twitter reading the trades every day or reading about what the going-ons on in Hollywood or sitting here talking about movies and diving into them. The general public, they don't know what the Suicide suicide Squad is and what the difference is between that and Suicide Squad. We know the story of it where James Gunn was pulled across after he got sacked from Disney to reboot the movie because the first one was so shit. But the general public doesn't know this. The general public goes, oh, they've made another Suicide Squad. Mm. And even though it is a reboot or a remake or a retooling or whatever, it's still like a soft sequel, whatever the fuck the movie is, the general public sees it and goes, another Suicide Squad movie. First one was shit. I've been burnt once. I'm not going to get burnt twice. And I think even though it was great that James Gunn brought back Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, you've got Joel Kinnaman's back as Rick Flagg, you've got um, uh, Captain Boomerang, um, John Courtney is back as Captain Boomerang, the general public sees that and goes, oh, these three actors were in the first movie. It's obviously a sequel. Why would I go back if that first one was shit or I'll just check it out on HBO Max? I think that's a very big factor as well. Huge. Even though they have done everything they can do to go, this is a completely different thing. You know, it's on its own. We're rebooting. We're doing it differently with James Gunn. The general public don't give a fuck. They just go, I watched that first Suicide Squad movie. It was absolute shit. I'm not going back for another one. That's a huge factor, I think. And Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey didn't perform very well either. So they've gone, I've just been burnt on two Harley Quinn movies. Why am I watching a third Mm. one? No, mm. I think that's an enormous factor of it. Some people have said that's a bit of a controversial opinion. That's a bit lazy to compare the two movies, but you have to break it down like that and go the general viewer who just watches a movie every now and then, who might watch it, might pay to go and see a movie once a month or every couple of months. They go, "Am I going to go see the Suicide Squad, or am I going to what else has come out recently? Fucking Free Guy or something? Yeah. You know, or do I go see the Suicide Squad? I got burnt." Previously, or do I go see this new Ryan Reynolds comedy like Deadpool? Oh, we'll go and see that one yep. this month. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. it. You're gonna, this is how the general public's thinking. Yeah, 
that's probably my 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 two biggest of the pandemic. Yeah, and that and the yeah the because when you think about it, a lot of a lot of people, even if they love their films, enjoy their films, like Nick next yeah, door, yeah. um, he wouldn't know who made the film. No, exactly right. He wouldn't know who the no, directors no. of no. the first and second one were. Yeah. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't bother him. He'd, he'd see it and go, oh, no, fuck that, I'm not watching that. Yeah. First one was shit. Yeah, yeah exactly right. That's or your, exactly bro- or your brothers. Yeah, that's yeah, that's right. Jason or whatever yeah. would just be like, oh, yeah. He'd watch anything, Jason. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> He'd watch anything. Um, but, yeah, I think that's the biggest ones. Um, Darren would watch nothing. I feel like you're exactly <laughs> right. Darren would watch nothing. <laughs> um, I was going to say something. Well, um, exactly. But I think no, that's no, that's it. right. But I think I think you I think you're right. I think it's mm. number one's the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and the other one's the lack of trust. Yeah, because we're the same. I mean, you, you think, oh, geez, another DC film. Yeah, is this one going to be as bad as <laughs> yeah. Aquaman? Is it going to be yeah. bad as you know Suicide Squad? Yeah, or, or whatever. They but just see, didn't, they just didn't take their time on it. Yeah, like, exactly like right. Marvel did. Try to rush ahead. Yeah, um, and we're big fans of the DC characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Superman's my favorite character of all time. Superman, Batman, Batman yeah. you know, greatest characters ever. Yeah, yeah. but they've just fucked the them movies up. Have been really shit. since since um, you know Christopher Reeve and um, yeah. uh, Michael Keaton. Yeah, they were the two Great. best Batman and Superman. Yeah, very close. Uh, Christopher, uh, what's his name? Uh, 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 the Chris Nolan Batman movies. What's his yeah, name? Christian um, Bale. Christian Bale. Yeah. <laughs> Too many yeah. Christophers and Christians. And <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, but, like, the studios have to treat the general public as if they're... They're idiots. They're, yeah, idiots, exactly right. So you will see a movie that's from Disney. Oh, it's obviously a Disney movie, but they have to advertise it as from the studio, like if they're advertising Ray and the Last Dragon, from the studio that brought you Frozen and Tangled and all these other movies that are similar. Yeah. Or you go and see a Pixar, a new Pixar movie, it's from the studio that brought you Toy Story and Monsters. Yeah. Oh, it's from that... Thank yeah, that's fuck. right. Thank that's you right. Fuck. It's yeah. just like, oh, Toy Story. Yes, good. Yeah. The Suicide Squad from the studio that brought you Suicide Squad, Batman mm. v Superman. Yeah, fuck off. No. Yeah. That's what, <laughs> I've, that's what I always said, even even with what I did for a living. You've got to treat the public yeah. like an idiot. You've got to, you've got to, you've got to um, cater to the lowest yeah, common yeah. denominator. I'm not saying the public are idiots. No, it's no, just that's saying right. you have to cater but, but, to... But you've got to cater for the people that, that have no knowledge in yeah, that yeah. area. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, like I've told you the story several mm. times about about we had... Um, I remember doing a photograph of a toaster. Yeah. And it was a full... <laughs> we had a full set and there was a toaster in the shot. And the stylist had styled it with a, a plate with... I think it was um, a plate with a bit of toast and jam and stuff on it. Yeah. Well, there was a woman who rang... And the phone call got put through to me because I was yeah, yeah. the manager at the time. Yeah. Got put through to me and, and we almost got into this argument about this woman wanted wanted to be able to buy the toaster with the picture of the toast on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was no toaster with yeah. a picture of toast. It was actually just the toast reflecting back in the chrome. Yeah. And trying to explain that to this woman, I was like beating my head against a brick wall. In the, in the end, I just hung up on her. Because I thought she was just taking the end. I Awful. thought she was taking the piss, but she was dead serious. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So that's the sort of people you've got yeah, to yeah, you yeah. you have to yeah cater to. Well, you just have to assume that they don't know anything. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Well, actually, Suicide Squad they advertised it as I think it was from the horribly twisted mind behind Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> so <laughs> that's their way to hook to hook you yeah, into that. Yeah. 
but there you go. So I think that's also another factor. I, some people was that um, this is a sequel. The first movie did very well at the box office initially, anyway, and they because Will Smith was in it. He's a hugely bankable star, still is. Yeah. Um, but this one didn't have Will Smith in it, so this is a sequel to a Will Smith movie with no Will Smith. They say that's 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 probably what do you, what would you say? Um, that's uh, what's the saying? Um, um, you know, pulling straws. That's not it. <laughs> um, uh, clutching at straws. <laughs> clutching, clutching at, straws, at yeah. straws. That's probably, yeah. but it could could be a factor. Yeah. And people are saying Harley Quinn is not really a bankable factor outside of the DC comic book franchise. People really don't care. Or yeah, I can say possibility. That. I can say that. Who's well, a big draw for the film as well? well. As we said last week, she was, she was great in that. She's amazing. Her character was better in that than yeah. than any of the other. Yeah, very good. Her and of her other portrayals of that character. Yeah, I reckon. A bit more superhero news. We talked about this last week. Venom. Let there be carnage. The second one. No, we watched the trailer. To. We watched the trailer last week. Remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or was it the week before? I don't know. Whatever. Whenever. And at the end, they didn't put the release date for the movie. Remember, it was just yeah, that's right, coming this year. Mm. Yeah, they've delayed it. Delayed it again. That's yeah. why they didn't put the date exactly. on. <laughs> um, they've come out and they've given it a date. It was supposed to open September 24th. They've now said it's coming October 15 or possibly January. <laughs> <laughs> so I think they're leaving open. Uh, leaving the, the door way yeah, open. Yeah, because we don't know what's going on. If this Delta variant fucking blows up, it's not coming out September. This is the fourth time this movie's been delayed. It was supposed to come out last year, I think. Just trash it. Just get rid of it. <laughs> we don't need it. After the first one, we don't need it. Um, yeah. So this then again opens the question, what's going to happen with Spider-Man? What's going to happen with Ghostbusters? What's going to happen with all these big Sony movies? James Bond. Mm. What's going to happen with all these movies? Are they – or is James Bond not with Sony anymore? He might be universal. No idea. I don't know. He's been flipping, flopping. No interest anyway, in Anyway, so what? So, but then the thing is that – Sony needs to align with Marvel's Marvel Studios release plan for Spider-Man. Cuz if Spider-Man's going to tie into like Doctor Strange, well it is because Doctor Strange is going to be in the next Spider-Man. So he, they mm. need to have that movie come out to align with what the hell Marvel's doing. So I don't know if Mar- Sony is kind of beholden to whatever the hell Disney is doing with the rest of their movies, which is I think why we haven't heard much about Spider-Man. Yeah. Merchandisers just hit shelves. We haven't even got a trailer yet. Has it really? Yeah. Maybe they're trying to make up their money <laughs> before knows? the film comes so out. So weird, yeah, Cause maybe, Because it's going yeah. to be it's trash. So weird. But I think – no, but I think um, – this is Spider-Man I'm talking about. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think this would usually be about when the merchandise starts rolling out. It's supposed to come out like December or something, but we don't even have a trailer the only marketing, the only like official marketing we have from this movie is like sh- photos of hot toys and stuff mm. and Funko Pops. That's like yeah. the only official looks we got of the movie. So no one knows what the fuck is happening with this movie. Maybe there's just so much they want to keep secret until the last minute. And if that's the case, this is like a completely unheard of marketing strategy for a movie. I think it almost is at this stage. Mm. Um, whether this means they're going to push it or maybe they're waiting to hear what Disney's doing or maybe they're, I don't know. We'll follow it. Over the next few weeks, I'm sure we're going to find out. There's supposed to be some Sony panel, three-hour Sony panel in a few weeks or something, so we might hear more then. Mm. Um, 
Now, you, we've heard about, we've sp- briefly spoken about this in the past. Amazon is doing a Lord of the Rings series. Yeah. Um, bit of controversy um, has now surrounded it, sort of. Uh, Variety has reports that the upcoming uh, Lord of the Rings series is moving production from New Zealand to the UK for its second season. Why would they do that? Don't know. They haven't really given any answers. They just decided to pull out of the of New Zealand. Now Amazon, a little bit of backstory. Why would they do it in New Zealand? Because they've got no COVID in uh, in New Zealand. They've got free roam everywhere. Well, here's a little bit of backstory on this. Amazon bought the TV rights for a Lord of the Rings series back in 2017 for $250 million. Um, and they had committed to five seasons worth at least $1 billion. Um, however, they've spent, on the first season alone, they have spent $400 million, oh which makes it the single most expensive television series ever made, especially when you consider the standard... Hollywood blockbuster, like Avengers yeah. Endgame, cost $200 million. Mm. Um, whatever, Endgame was, was worth a little <laughs> bit more than that. But um, like your standard blockbuster, like maybe Black Widow, $200 million. Um, and this, for one season of television, is costing $400 million bucks. Um, Now, this would make this the first time that any modern Lord of the Rings production, any live-action Lord of the Rings production has been made outside of New Zealand. First season... why they do it. First season is done. They finished shooting a little while ago, um, and post-production will continue in New Zealand, they're saying, but as of season two, they're moving out. They're moving to the UK. What do they follow? Dilda, what's his name? Bilbo? Bilbo. <laughs> Bil- Bilbo to England or something, do they? Or yeah, well, when he goes on his travels? Yeah, well, some people were saying that yes. when J.R.R. Tolkien wrote, or Tolkien wrote Lord of the Rings, he envisioned England. It wasn't New Zealand, uh, but that's a bit... Both beautiful countries, but, yeah. you know, New Zealand. But New Zealand is like the iconic Middle Earth now. People know, yeah, you know. I've been to Middle Earth. Yeah, you have. You went to visit Bilbo's house. Yep. Now, Amazon... He wasn't home either. No? Well, that's Spiel. disappointing. Amazon received 20% tax cut for the first season from New Zealand. That's mm. um, predicted that they'll be eligible for up to $132 million New Zealand dollars as a rebate. So that's about $23 million American. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, New Zealand even changed their labour laws to keep Lord of the Rings in New Zealand quite a while ago. It's called the Employment Relations Amendment Bill, but it's commonly known as the Hobbit Law. <laughs> um, so apparently, Warner Brothers, awesome. Warner Brothers, have previously threatened to take Lord of the Rings away when they were doing the movies. When they were doing the Hobbits, Warner Brothers threatened to take the Hobbit movies to um, to America, and New Zealand changed all their laws. And they've even changed a bunch of laws to keep the Amazon thing here. And they've offered them all these tax rebates and stuff. And now they're saying, "Yeah, no, we're leaving now." Um, they are looking to um, bulk up their production in the UK at the moment, um, Amazon. They've got a number of shows that are being produced over there at the moment. One is Good Omens, the second season. Um, so they're predicting that maybe Amazon's just trying to set up like a UK hub and the mm. best way to do that would be to take like their biggest program mm. over there. Uh, I would have thought it'd be cheaper for them to make it in New Zealand too. I would have thought so too, but who knows? Mm. So obviously, New Zealand uh, 
government's come out and said, well, obviously the rebates are now off the table. You're going to get what we offered you for that first season, but don't expect any more. Yeah. There was some other stipulation where they could get an extra 5% for something. I'm not quite sure, but they're like that 5%, that offer of that extra 5% is off the table now. Um, Albert Cheng, the uh, chief, the COO, the chief operating, operating officer. officer and co-head of TV for Amazon Studios. As we look to relocate the production to the UK, we do not intend to actively pursue the, the season one MOU 5% financial uplift with the New Zealand government or preserve the terms around that agreement. However, we respectfully defer to our partners and will remain in close consultation with them around the next step, steps. That's all they've really said mm. on that. So season one, uh, again, pro- completely done in New Zealand, and then season two's on board. That's pretty sad for her cousins yeah. over in New Zealand. Yeah, because now there's a lot of people who won't get the work that they mm. should be getting, and that's a big part of why New Zealand wanted to keep the Lord of the Rings because it's such a big boom for their industry. Oh, exactly right. Exactly yeah. right. And just even tourism and stuff. Yeah. You know, the, that, that won't change. But no, exactly right. having... Yeah. Well, they did they use the old Hobbit? I Hobbit film? I don't know. I don't. Well, I don't know. Oh, Hobbiton, that, Hobbiton. Hobbiton. They haven't really said anything, but I don't know. I don't. Oh, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't. Probably not. But mm. because I know it's not being produced by Peter Jackson, I don't think he's involved. Oh, okay. But it they would have stayed there in that case. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably. He would have fought. Yeah, yeah. He would have fought to keep it yeah. there. Um, I just think they shot in New Zealand because the other films were there, and obviously, naturally, mm. it's just that's Middle Earth. Oh, this is obviously some gorgeous places in the UK, but it's going to be interesting to see that difference. You can always tell when they oh, change yeah, location yeah. and when things are just a little bit different. Well, even just things like the light, the quality of yeah, light. Yeah. The quality of light in England is completely different to New Zealand. Mm, yeah. New Zealand, the quality of light in New Zealand's very much like here. It's quite hard and sharp and very bright, whereas in England you've, it's just that yeah. it's got that softness Soft. to it. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting. To kind of compare, see what it's see what it's going to be like. Uh, but season one debuts on September second, twenty twenty two. Nothing is known about the plot. We've had one image come out. That's about it. Just looks like it could be a still from Return of the King or something. Yeah. Um, it's going to be. It. Uh, all we know is that it's going to take place during the so called Second Age, thousands of years prior to the events of both Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit and will follow an ensemble cast of characters both familiar and new as they confront the long-feared re-emergence of evil to Middle-earth. So Interesting. Yeah, there you go. I sort of look forward to saying that. Yeah, me too. Me too. I always liked the Lord of the Rings movies. Mm. You weren't huge on them. It's that fantasy thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I enjoyed yeah. them, but, you know, it's not something I'd sort of sit down and choose yeah, to yeah. watch yeah. over something else mm. in most cases. Yeah, there you go. Um, we had a uh, Disney earnings call last night. Uh, they do the earnings call at the end of every quarter and just keep their investors kind of up to date on what the hell's going on. All that mm. shit. Bob Chapek was on the phone talking to all the investors and stuff. Um, they announced Disney Plus has surpassed 116 million global subscribers, which is enormous. It's a couple. Yeah. You wouldn't mind a few of them? The, no, exactly. <laughs> um, Wall Street expectations predicted they'd have 112.8 million subs at this point, so Disney Plus is considered overperforming at this moment. Um, Does that surprise you? Not at all. 
Bob Chapek, uh, Chapek has in fact said that he considers the um, Marvel series as a, now what was his wording? Um, I did run it down, but I think he said like it's like a huge driving force. Mm. Marvel series, yeah. Oh, the strong growth drivers, he said. Um, so now Disney has, oh, the second quarter of 2021 added 12.4 million subs. And uh, now Disney have 174 million global subscribers across all of its direct-to-consumer portfolio, which includes Disney+, Plus, ESPN+, Plus, and Hulu. Uh, but Dis- but Chainback says of Disney+, Plus, we're in the first innings of the first game of a long season. <laughs> That's so staggering. Yeah. How much, and how much is it to subscribe? Uh, it's like 10 bucks. A month-ish, give yeah. or take. And how many subscribers? 112.8 million subscribers. That's fucking $1.2 billion. Yeah, and then take into account they're upcharging. A month. Yeah, and then take into account they're upcharging everyone for the Premier Access movies oh. as well. And there's like a few million people who are buying into them as well. And and they're 30 bucks a pop. Yeah. Making a lot of money on that. It's a billion dollars a month. Yeah. Twelve billion dollar a year. It's just going to keep going up. Yep. Um, a few other things were announced. Shang Chi, the next film from Marvel. Uh, it's not going to go to Disney Plus Premier Access. Uh, it'll instead go to theaters exclusively for forty five days and then move to Disney Plus. Uh, but no word whether it's going to be free or whether it's going to be Premier Access. I would be inclined to believe maybe Premier Access. And try and get a little bit more money out. Probably. Um, uh, Chebek says at some point we have to put a stake in the ground. It's actually going to be an interesting experiment for us. <laughs> you see how this is going. I suppose just, they're probably still feeling their way, aren't they? Really? Yeah, they're still just going. All right, what Working the hell out works? What works this way and what yeah. works that way? Um, so this same release strategies is being applied to Free Guy at the moment, <laughs> um, and most likely Steven Spielberg's West Side Story will also be given that same treatment when that comes out later in the year. Some polls, I've seen a couple of polls online and it's pretty evenly swayed as to whether people want to go to the cinema or people want to watch on Premier Access. Wait for it Wait for it to drop on Disney+. Plus. Mm. I saw one that was almost like 50-50. It was like heaps of people like, or 50% of people are like, yeah, we'll go to the cinema. 50% were like, no, I'll wait three months. Or two months or whatever it is, a month and a half. Mm. Well, I suppose if it was, if it was something you, that you didn't need to see at the cinema and... Mm. Didn't want to fork that money out for it. It's a big Marvel film. That's the thing that's like, wow. But it's one that I think people are like, oh, what, this is one that's not going to matter And if I put it off a month and a half. There's new characters, a new origin story. Mm. People aren't going to be as invested in it as like an, another Iron Man film or Avengers or something, a Black Widow, even though Black Widow didn't do very well. I mean, even Black Widow didn't do very well. Yeah. You know. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, exactly right. Um, Chapek says that he's gra- that he is grateful that Disney could take films out for multiple distribution strategies as COVID disrupted the marketplace in unpredictable ways. <laughs> he claimed that Disney has figured out a way to fairly compensate talent 
and has entered into hundreds of talent <laughs> arrangements during COVID. And by and large, they've gone smoothly. <laughs> by and large, maybe just a, a couple. <laughs> I haven't been too happy about that. Um, he has dismissed conflict with Bob Iger over the Black Widow hybrid release and says Bob Iger and I, along with the distribution team, determined that this was the right strategy to enable us to reach the broadest possible audience. He says the Black Widow. So who's more senior, Chapek or Iger? Well, as in age-wise or as in, in the company? In the company. Well, Chapek is like the head of the company now. That's, that's why they're all happy. Yeah. Because Chapek got his way. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Bob Iger's just the chairman now. Yeah, Bob Iger said, oh, well, if that's what you want to do, I just can't stop you. Exactly right. <laughs> So, so uh, yeah. said, "Yep, we're both we're yeah. both on the same path. Exactly. We're both happy." Because of course, last week we were you know talking. How it goes. Yeah, last week <laughs> we were saying that there's apparently been a bit of beef between the two, and they're not really seeing eye to eye. And yeah, he was surprising. he was mortified. I think was the word that Chapek um, allegedly mortified that what Chapek did with it. However, you know, um, they have announced though in some lighter news they have announced uh, a Disney Plus uh, a Disney Plus Day. November 12, which is going to be a large cross-promotional event with Disney, Pixar, Marvel Studios, Star Wars and Lucasfilm, and a really attractive group of titles are going to be announced. So essentially, remember they do the um, Investor Day every year or yeah, every couple yep. of years? They did a huge one last one year. Did you did last year? Did yeah, you December. Did you? Oh. Did you one in December? Um, and then... I feel like because that's never like made it was a big thing. Like they did a whole presentation virtual online. It was all pre-recorded. It was really great. But previous investor days have never been anything like that. It's always been like you could watch in, but it was not really anything special. People really didn't know about it. You get some announcement, like one or two announcements. Last year's one was fucking huge. So much came out of it. Yeah, that, oh, that's right. Yeah, I do remember. Yeah, that. and I was there yeah. working away for days. Yep, that's right. Just putting videos together. Um, but it's never really geared towards um, sort of a general audience and like, hey, we're going to be doing this Investor Day. Come along and check out all these new announcements. So it just feels like this is the Investor Day, but it's more honed in on Disney Plus and it's actually going to be advertised to a bigger group of people. Because right. even I was surprised how much they announced last year at this Investor Day. Previous years has been like a couple of exciting tidbits, make a couple of videos. In fact, this year, last year was huge. So I feel like it's going to be the same sort of thing. It's going to be interesting. Uh, but on this earnings call, Chapek confirmed that Hawkeye and The Book of Boba Fett will both hit Disney Plus this year, the two series. Yep. Um, but no word on Ms. Marvel, which was supposed to debut this year. And there have been rumours over the last couple of weeks that uh, Ms. Marvel is going to be pushed till next year. They've shot it or they yep. are shooting it or whatever, uh, but they might push it till next year. Oh. Interesting. So we'll get. I'm sure we'll get some good confirmations. Uh, that, mm. That'll be one that'll keep me a busy bee for a day. Eventually, we'll get confirmations. Yeah, eventually. So November 12 is Disney Plus Day. Put it in your books. Awesome. I'll put it in mine. Yeah. Well, I have no interest. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you all the all the. You'll, you'll tell me points. what's going on. Yeah. I'll check it out. It'll be fun. Um, let's take a couple of sub questions because we're bordering on two hours today. Yep. Uh, just a couple. I don't know what's. I can't remember what's there, but we'll take some. We will just go from the top. Yeah, Ben Ben Melsky. Yes, he's a patron. He's a patron. Uh, do you think? Do you think HBO Max would be rolled out in Australia at some point? I imagine it would, but it doesn't look like Warner Brothers is really in a huge rush to roll it out internationally. I don't reckon, I don't reckon it will. You reckon? I'll just farm it out to different streams. Well, they already are. Like they do now. Yeah, yeah that's what I reckon. They have to. They have to launch it. We've just had Paramount Plus. We've got Disney Plus. There's too much for them to lose if they don't launch it internationally. 
Well, why? If, got, if they're selling stuff off to other streamers. Mm, I suppose. I think it'll come eventually, but they don't look like they're in any rush Won't for it. Anytime soon. No, I wouldn't they're not in a rush. Okay, Lachlan Janetsky. Uh, what are your thoughts on the return of the abomination? Mm. Is that right? Abomination, yeah. Wong and... Abomination, Wong and other surprise cameos in Marvel Studios' Shang-Chi. Yeah. Did I say that right? Yeah, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Yeah. Uh, and The Legend of the Ten Rings. I'm not sure if you've already answered this one, so if you have, just disregard this comment and have a nice day. <laughs> you should do a live podcast again. You haven't done one for a while. No, a uh, live stream, yeah. Live stream, yeah. Would be cool. Yeah, I might do another I only one thought about, I actually only thought about that this morning. Yeah, I was thinking about it honest. recently. I haven't done one in ages. Um, what are my thoughts? I'm excited. They obviously need to um, drag in some familiar faces to get people kind of excited for this new origin story for the MCU. It's going to be good to see the Abomination again because we haven't seen him since the Incredible Hulk back in uh, 2008. Um, Wong is great, of course. Doctor Strange's uh, oh, that's right. guy. Yep. So it'd be cool to see him back and always good to see yeah, some... Wong was good. Yeah. And it's um, always good to see some surprise cameos in Marvel, so I'm excited about mm. it. Yeah. Okay, Charlie Palmer. Oh, yeah. What are some great movies you can mm. only imagine yourself watching once? Mm, 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 mm. For me, I doubt I'll return to Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. As the subject matter is a little too dark and heavy mm. to justify rewatches. Yeah. I'd say that's one for me. Um, good movie, but so heavy. Um, I don't know what else. Oh, Midsummer, maybe. I couldn't really see myself yeah, going back I to that. Watch that again. Um, I thought it was garbage. <laughs> you didn't like it. You didn't say you said you liked it. No, now you no, say it's no, garbage. Yeah, I. No, what I said is I didn't. <laughs> I didn't hate it. Mm. I didn't not like yeah. it, but I thought it was a piece of shit. Right. Okay. Well, you didn't say it last week. But you say it now. That, well, that's, that's <laughs> what I basically said. Or inferred right. or whatever. I couldn't watch it again because it was a heavy movie and it was just tough to watch. There's a trilogy of French movies called the Three Colours Trilogy, um, Red, White and Blue, uh, and they're, they're different genres. There's like a drama, there's a mystery thriller, and there's like a romantic comedy. And they're all... Um, they were all stylistically linked, but they're kind of not connected, um, but they're connected in a way, and you find out at the end how the three films are connected. It's almost like one of those. I mean, you put them together, it's almost like something like Love Actually where you've got all these different stories and then at the end you understand how it's all connected yeah. sort of thing. But this is a trilogy of movies, very different, and they recommend you watch all three movies at once. So I did that, and it is a really... Hard watch, and it is weird because you go from depressing drama, comedy, yeah, and then straight into like this depressing mystery thriller again, and your emotions go like this, and you're burnt, you're fucking spent by the end mm. of it. Not only because you've just watched three movies in a row, like probably two, two and a half hour movies in a row, but because of the way it fucks with your emotions, is like I could never do it again, but they are really terrific movies, mm. really great movies, but it's just a heavy watch. That would be my one. One three, day I might three go words, back. Tree of life. 
Yeah, but you didn't like that. This is not a, this is this is not about movies you didn't like. No, it's a film we'll never ever watch no, again. It's, no, because no, his, no, question, his question was, "What are some great movies you can only?" No, well, that was what, that was that was supposed to be a great yeah, but, film. But he's asking, "What was a movie that you thought was great that you can only watch once because it was so heavy?" Uh, Tree Life is just. Shit. But you didn't like it, so it's not the question. <laughs> Don't care. It's not it's the question. Shit, I'll never watch it again. Dervish <laughs> uh, uh, sued. Yeah. Uh, since you finally got got to midsummer, how do you say midsummer? Midsummer. Yeah. Uh, since you finally got to midsummer, uh, what movies have you ma- have made you the most uncomfortable, whether intended oh. or not? S- On a separate note, are there any uh, that have made you uncomfortable because of when, where, or who you watched it with? Well, first part's pretty much the same question, isn't it? Really, movies that make you feel uncomfortable watching it. Yeah, Midsummer. It's pretty hard watch. Um, maybe even something like um, The Shining, like the first time, the first couple of times. It's mm-hmm. Shining is a bit unsettling. Apocalypse Now is a tough one to get through the first time you watch it. Yeah, really heavy a movies of those, like that. Particularly the early part of that. Yeah, film. even Saving Private Ryan is hard the that first, first time. twenty minutes. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah, well, one that one that made me uncomfortable was. Um, um, what's his name? Brent. Um, David. Oh, David yeah, Brent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just an uncomfortable film to watch. Yeah, yeah. You feel so embarrassed. Well, the Office like, and um, the yeah, film exactly right. Life on the Road was the movie. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and also, um, film, film, films that you watch that make you feel uncomfortable mm. because of who you're watching yeah, yeah, it yeah. with. Yeah. Any film that's got sex scenes in it. Yeah. Watching it with your parents. Yeah. It's just like mm-hmm. <laughs> terrible. You don't stand there. It's terrible. Oh, my God. (laughs) No. Um, (sighs) Yeah, that's it. Okay, the next one. uh, The Mickey Riding Pluto Fan Club. (laughs) What a great name. Yeah, he's got his little picture as Mickey Riding Pluto. (laughs) It's it's like Mickey Mickey Riding Pluto Fan Club. (laughs) Awesome. Favourite Simpsons episode? Uh, I think we've had this question before, but I always like talking about Simpsons. My favourite is either Cape Fear which is the one with Sideshow yep. Bob where they go out on the boat yep. and Sideshow Bob's going to kill him and then Bart makes him recite the entire HMS Pinafore musical <laughs> to just detract him so that by the time uh, he's finished they wind up on the beach and the cops are there. Love it. I love um, You Only Move Twice, which is the one with Hank Scorpio. Mm-hmm. They relocate and then Hank Scorpio is like this James Bond villain that Homer goes to work for. Uh, I love that one. And um, I was going to say... Um, Maybe the one with Frank Grimes, that Frank Grimes comes in, Homer's Enemy is called, um, and he's this guy, new guy that starts the power plant. Everyone loves oh, him. Oh, that's and, right. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. And Frank Grimes just, one Homer my, keeps pissing him off. One of mine's the one where his brother comes in the, and, and, and oh, develops yeah. the car. Yeah. Um, Homer, Homer's car. Um, I, think, I think it was called, oh, brother... No, brother, can you spare two dimes or something? I think it was called. <laughs> Danny DeVito is the voice of the brother. Yeah, <laughs> very was, good one. one it's a really words. early one. Yeah. That's like season two. And the uh, and the one where they go to New York. Oh yeah, I like that one too. Uh, City of New York versus yeah. Homer Simpson. And yeah. uh, uh, the one where Homer becomes a boxer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets punched in the head. Yeah, that is a good one. Doesn't can't fall down. Yeah. <laughs> um, heavy Homer. Uh, oh, he might trip me up on that one. Homer. Uh, Homer the Great, maybe? Don't know. Can't remember. Let me have a look. Homer, Boxer. Ah, the Homer They Fall. 
it's called. That's right. Because there was a Humphrey Bogart movie about a box called The Harder They Fall. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, two more questions. We'll get yeah, through them go, really go for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Connor Buchanan. Yeah. Wants to know how do you feel about the 4K release of the Middle Earth movies, mm. not including the appendices features? Oh yeah, I think it's so fucking stupid. The appendices are these like six hours plus. Uh, like archive of special features that Peter Jackson released with the original DVDs and the Blu-rays, and it like chronicles the entire making of every single movie. Like mm. each movie is like six to ten hours worth. I'm sure I only got through maybe half of the Fellowship of the Rings ones, um, but they're fantastic. It is the best collection of behind-the-scenes documentaries ever produced, mm. literally so in-depth on everything, every little portion of making the movie that you could imagine, like a half-hour documentary on costumes, half-hour documentary on prosthetics, half-hour documentary on, like, the background actors. And just it just goes into every tiny little, like, fantastic... I think it's really stupid that they re-released it on 4K and then didn't include the features because you can fit them on, like, one Blu-ray disc now yeah. um, or two Blu-ray discs. Um, but I think they kind of know that the people who are buying the 4K probably already have the previous releases... We have the Blu-rays, we have the DVDs, we've got the appendices across multiple discs. It doesn't bother too much for me. But if you are buying them for the first time, I think it's at a central inclusion. Mm. And for them to get rid of them is a bit silly. Did Peter Jackson have much to do with those? The, the, the appendices, yeah. yeah, he put them all together. Yeah, could imagine that would yeah. have been his thing. Yeah, it's amazing. Could it was really like really the that. only time they ever did, anyone ever did anything as extensive as that. He mm. did it for... Um, there was a – with King Kong, when he did King Kong, he did a similar thing. It wasn't as long. It was maybe two or three hours. But it was called The Production Diaries, The Director's Diaries or something, and you could buy it on a separate DVD. So you mm. actually had to buy the separate DVD for it. But then later, I think they just bundled it with a, with the Blu-ray when the Blu-ray came out. Mm. But, yeah, he's really – when he does stuff like that. But it's, it's really interesting too because they went really in-depth, and this is the, one of the first movies that really used – Digital. It was like really at like that first the forefront of like CG animation and stuff in films like that. And I remember watching some of those special features, like wow, look what the where they what they're going with movies now, and like showing you the programs they were using, and it's just really crazy mm. in depth stuff. Uh, terrific. If you haven't watched them, watch them. I think I've seen bits and pieces. Yeah, I think I've watched them with you. Yeah. Well, maybe I, mean, I can't I remember. Uh, last one: Amorai and Azaria. Richards yep. yeah. want to know yeah. which one is which one is a better company, Disney, Warner Brothers, NBC Universal, or Viacom, CBS. I think they're all pretty. They're all pretty good. They all ch- churn out some good stuff. Um, I think obviously Disney's top of the the rung at the moment. Have to be if you're talking about the like quality wise and. And um, volume, 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 and uh, the kind of money they're raking in. So it has mm. to be Disney takes out top, and then very close would probably be Warner Brothers. I mean, just their vast catalogue of stuff is insane. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Done. It's done. It's all done. And guess what? The show's done too. All right, that is all we have time for today. Thank you so much for listening. The podcast goes out every single Monday on all the podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon Music and Audible. Visual Element goes out uh, to view on YouTube on the Monday as well, but if you're a patron supporter, you can get two-day early access on the Saturday, so head over to patreon.com forward slash Under 
for your uh, two day early access on that one for as little as a dollar a month. Cheap, uh, cheap, cheap. Cheapy, cheap. Uh, don't forget the video podcast on a new channel. If you're watching it, you're there already. Hit subscribe. Watch it all. Get the watch time up. Get the subs up. All that kind of stuff. You know the drill. If you want to write into the show, you can tune in with a daily pod at gmail.com. And if you're listening on podcast platforms, please leave a review and a rating. It helps. Only good ones. Only the good ones. The bad ones, ones will. will just take off and piss off anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we won't, but you can't. <laughs> they can't. <laughs> but, you know, we don't like them. Uh, YouTube preview. Uh, it's, it was a pretty fairly slow week on the channel last week. It was mo- mostly a bunch of cartoon news stuff. I covered Idris Elba has been cast as Knuckles in Sonic 2. I talked a little bit about I that. I saw a story about him yeah. a couple of days ago, yeah. and I was wondering what that was there about. Go, yeah, he's in. He's going to do the voice of Knuckles, the red yeah, echidna yeah. Yeah. In, um, in in Sonic 2. Uh, Superman, the animated series, is headed to Blu-ray finally, and uh, one of the lead actors, Chloe Bennett, has dropped out of uh, Powerpuff Girls' live-action <laughs> reboot, which is a complete fucking disaster. Uh, everything's going wrong with that project. I don't think it's going to get off the ground now. Um, so I've covered all that in cartoon news. Um, I've got reviews up for Marvel's What If as well um, for the series or the first three episodes, kind of like a series overview. And I've also done a one for episode one this week. I'm finally going to get that Tasmanian Devil voice evolution up. It's done. It's ready to go. Oh, yeah. I just know it's done and it's <laughs> uploaded. It's re- Well, it's not uploaded yet, but it's ready to go. I just didn't have the time this week to get it up. Um, review for Free Guy will be this week as well and for the next episode of What If there'll be a review and then whatever cartoon news or whatever drops during the week and I'm finally going to get back to working on Cartoon Evolution this week so I'm going to get to that next one which will be out in a couple of weeks time hopefully yeah, like a week Have or two. Have you announced that one yet? I haven't announced it yet I'm not okay. going to for uh. another week or so uh, but it's written I just need to make the fucking thing now I wrote it before I wrote Lola Bunny there you go it's oh. in the works well, awesome yeah so anyway, thanks, old mate Rick, for joining me once again. Thanks, Davo. Thanks, everybody out there for listening. Thank you. And we will see you on the next one. Take care and stay healthy. Yeah, stay safe out there, everyone. Do the right thing. Crazy stay world at the moment. Can. Yes, do it. See you later. Take it easy. See you guys.